Ladies and gentlemen, now the moment you've all been waiting for. You are now listening to the sounds of the police and microphones. What does it do? Do? Yeah, what's it for? Well, nothing, nothing. I mean, nothing. Don't stay too fucking long, man. We got a lot of work to do. Catch you on the flip side. Love the spaceship with the rocket fuel. You really think you can fly that thing? You really think you can do all that bullshit you just said? Another podcast, another night, and another shot that Sid walks right through. We are Milk Crates and Motherfucking Microphone. I am B Sick, what I Mr. Brandon F. Bomb Fry. And boy, do we have a special one for you tonight. We are here live, and we have a great guest coming on in about 15 to 20 minutes. But before we do any of that, let me introduce the man in front of me. You know who he is. It's your boy, his boy, their boy, everybody's boy, soldier's boy, plus the suicide boys, and the hype boys, and the beastie boys, and the beach boys. There's a lot of boys. There's a lot of boys there. I'm fans of the boys. <laughs> so once again, it's your boy, the infamous nonsense, and I'm glad to fucking be here on a Friday night. You know what I mean? It's just good to be around the homies and just fucking kicking some good shit, some good memories, some good thoughts, some good conversations, and oh, we yeah. got those for you. So I appreciate you tuning in. Stick with us for a good show, baby. We are going to be, like I said, getting into a very special interview with a very special guest here very shortly um, and a bunch of stuff in before that and after that. So stick with us. If you're watching this on YouTube, please go download us on all your podcast apps. If you are listening to this on a podcast, please go listen or watch on YouTube. Subscribe. Do all that fun shit. But now that that's all out of the way, let me introduce the man to the left of me. He'll be in that seat from now to infinity. You used to know him in JS3. Now he is. Triple motherfucking six, 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 six. He hits a home run over the fence and it's gone. Yo, 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 what is good? Hey, I'm fucking pumped up. It's we Friday the 13th. It's a weird day already, and I have one of, we have one of my favorite bad weird day, bad artists coming good. on Bro, tonight. I didn't even realize that it was Friday the 13th. Yesterday. Way, way to bury the lead, right? It is Friday the 13th, and here we are. Uh, just doing another podcast. This is 15 of the seventh season, so we're somewhere in that like 165 range. Ooh. I like to say. Some people say today's a good day. Some people say today's a bad day. I think it's gonna be a great it's day. It's gonna be a great day. Hey, judging by the um, level of guests that we have, I think it's gonna be a very, very good. Day. Well, I did fuck hey. around and hit a triple double earlier, so hey. It's going to be a good day. Uh, There you go. (laughs) Well, we'll have to learn more about that triple-double here in a little bit. But before we do any of that, before we get to our guests and get into any of that other shit, we got to do something we always do. And that's a little something that we like to call this week. Motherfucking hip-hop. Speaking of motherfucking triple one doubles. One for one this year. There you go. Speaking of motherfucking triple doubles, your boy O'Shea Jackson Sr. Oh, shit. Oh, born, Fetty? Born. No, no, no. Your boy Ice Cube. Oh, okay. Was hey, born June think it was 15th. 15th. That's exactly why I said that. Wait a second. What's 50's name? Today's going to be. That's Curtis Jackson. Curtis Jackson. Oh, Come that's on, where man. I got Curtis Jackson. On, They're Jackson. O'Shea's. O'Shea's this guy. Okay, O'Shea. Born June 15th, 1969. Better known as his stage name, Ice Cube, was in a movie that could no longer be unforgiven if not forgotten, if not not played on every other stoner holiday, if not played just for the fuck of it. Mm. 
next Friday, Ooh. Friday, and Friday after next. But this movie in particular, I'm Why'd talking you about. Why order? <laughs> yeah, that was a it weird doesn't order, matter. but it doesn't matter. <laughs> we did the next Friday before the Friday. Friday, Friday. next Friday, Friday after next. It's all good. It's all good. Speak it any way you can. This movie yeah, yeah. just dropped January 12, 2000, making this movie 23 fucking years old. Next Friday did? Next yes. Friday. Oh, okay. 23 wow. years old. I remember when it dropped. I, I remember it going. 97 was the first one, right? No, yeah. Yeah. I want to say 97 was the first one, yeah. So it's pretty crazy to think that this movie is that fucking old. 23 years old. So I remember I was, I think I was in eighth or freshman. It might have been eighth grade. And I remember it coming out and uh, talking with everyone like, yeah, we need to go uh, see this movie. And movie. I remember us talking about like, what if they made another one? What would it be called? And re- I came up with the Friday After Next, which they eventually really? came. I mean, crazy. I didn't come up with it, but crazy. I brought that. To that like, would have been, your, like, that that would been be your number name. two. Your number two would be Friday After Next. Huh? We go but, Friday, then Friday After no, Next. No, 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 no. We were talking about like we were going to go see this movie back then, and I remember having a conversation oh, with my if friends. There was a trek. If there's going to be a third oh, one, what are they going to name it? Because we were just making jokes. What they called it? A triplet? A trick? And they actually named it Friday After Next. What they call the sequel? No, 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 no. I don't know if there's a Name it's a trequel. Is it a trequel? What is it? I mean, it could be. No. It could be a trequel. We just maybe we invented a fucking word. Oh my god. Trequel. No. It's a. Uh, they call it the third installment. Uh, is what they normally call it, but it? trifecta. Trifecta. <laughs> I mean, it's no. a franchise. It's a trinity. It's a, movie franchise. It's a trinity. Yeah. I don't know what they call that, but the third but, one. Hey, the third installment. Okay, so let's move say. on. Sorry. Next Friday. So this is next Friday. It's a. Uh, it it's a stoner comedy film sequel. Nineteen fucking ninety five. Set was the first one actually for Friday. It was ninety five. Which is a classic, cool classic here. If you ain't fucking with Next Friday, I mean, you might be sleeping. You got Mike Epps. You got his fucking dad that's done passed away. What was his name again? Uh, oh, what was his he's name? a good dude. Uh, it's not Tommy. Tommy. Tommy Lester was a Debo. Was Debo. Uh, Who's also rest in peace. Rest in peace. And uh, homie, rest in peace. And all I know is that this movie is classic. John Witherspoon. John, John Witherspoon. Witherspoon. Thank classic you. hilarious. You got Tamla Jones. John Witherspoon, Mike Epps. I mean, you can't go wrong here. It's a classic. Next I mean, Friday. Okay, so tell good. me if you didn't think that fucking Uncle Leroy's lady was hot. Oh, yeah. I would have given her Something the about it. I would have given her Something about her, dude. Oh, that's that's old girl from... Uh, I don't know. I don't care about anything else. What's she from? Sister, she's sister? In a sister, lot sister, of sister, sister, sister. Oh, you're right. She's the mom from Sister, Sister. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, they were the, she was the mom. Oh, where he says it with the old raggedy the titties. When she says talking about the raggedy... Oh, what movie is that where she talks about her raggedy titties, remember? She didn't say that on Sister, Sister, though. God damn it. It's a family show. Not on Tia Tamara's time. What movie was that where she was in that one shirt and she goes, you don't like my body, you don't like my titties, and she's in that one movie I with the, I think it was a cop movie maybe. but I remember feeling uh, like uh, I probably shouldn't think that she's that hot because she's kind of older and thicker and she's the next Friday Aunt, Auntie Sugar no, that's not that's not fucking what's her name that's for fucking her? next Friday. Hell no. That's a different <laughs> that's not, is that not her? That's, that's not her. her. She's not in sister, sister. That's okay. fucking Tamala Jones you're talking about. Okay. You talking about Tamala Jones. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Sister, sister. Yeah, uh, maybe she wasn't in the sister, sister. Nah, nah. Sister, sister. Hold on, hold on. No? No. She Damn. wasn't. Damn. It's not. That, it's that in? one chick. What was she in? What Anyways. Movie? Okay. Moving on. Anyways, yeah. She, we're going to play a song. Was, oh, yeah, we're she gonna, was in sister. Is that not no, her? No, no, no. Let me see. No? No, that's <laughs> not the girl from sister, sister. No, that's <laughs> not. Okay, okay. That girl got the titties. My, my bad, my bad. Well, anyways, this is a great movie if you're a fucking true stoner. Pinky's my favorite okay. and shit. Yeah. And when he pulls up in the Cadillac and he says, you better slow the motherfucking down on them turns. You made me spill my yak on my fucking $25 suit. My favorite stuff, you know? So off the album itself, I want to play Fried Day Hell by yeah. Busy Bone. Fuck yeah, that's All a right. good track. Classic bro. track. So uh, let's go ahead and get into that right now. This is your boy from the next Friday soundtrack, Busy Bone with Friday. <laughs> 
I'm gonna step in the corner row. And I'm gonna steal my dad from back in the I wanna bag, bag at a coda, bag at a coda row. I want a bag. You gotta get the vacuum out though. <laughs> Suck up the smoke. <laughs> Suck up John's lip. <laughs> what was the white boy's name? Uh, 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 Roach. 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 No, that's the dog. No, 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 it, it was Roach. It was Roach. If I have my bong, I'll let you smoke till you choke. Don't get you fucked up. Don't get you fucked up. Chico. Dog was Chico. Chico. Yep. Yeah, Chico in the new one, or in the Friday after next, the Christmas one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chico's getting stoned still. Hey, did that camera get called in? Yeah? All right, cool. I wasn't sure if I, because I didn't hit the button. Going with Friday, fire, fire, fire! <laughs> Very good. That brings you back, and it's a classic four-minute and thirty-second track. You know they're supposed to make a part four, right? They've been forever. They've well, been talking well, about they it. They got the, they got the cue on it now. Well, no, they they have they have rejected these scripts so much now that Ice Cube just recently came out and said, "I'm gonna fucking take over this project and just just let me fucking make it's this because decision." Because studios, I they got the okay though. Studios so now, don't, don't want to so. do no. any like. Uh, graphic comedy because they're afraid that it's going to offend people and they're not going to make money I can see on that. it, right? I can see that. What do you mean graphic comedy? What's that mean? Well, for, for, so like ra- ra- raunchy, raunchy com- like very raunchy, raunchy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like raunchy style comedy. Times have changed, man. Yeah, and people get offended. You're going to see stuff like that, though, pop up on these streaming services because <clears throat> Netflix will pay for it. If you can't get Paramount to play for it, me- Netflix will put it on. Netflix, oh, I got, guess what happened? Uh. Workaholics. Okay, the first the, of all, let's, let's, Oh, let's that. wrap this up real quick. Stamp that. Before Busy we go, bone. before we go, we got a milkhead in here. James Morales saying, "Rest in peace, Roach." I forgot he passed away. Oh fuck! I forgot. Right. Yeah, Roach. I forgot he passed All away. Right. He killed himself. I remember that. He did. Whoa. Sorry, he suicided himself. Excuse Whoa. me. Ooh, I don't know. Is it proper? I don't know. I'm just trying know. to say. I'm just trying either, to say. Hey, all right, give the guy respect. Moment of silence. Justin Pierce. Moment of silence. Justin Pierce. He's in peace to that man. All respects. No disrespect. Jesus. Moment of silence. Oh, sorry. Where were you? Where were you? Son of a bitch. <laughs> Jesus. This room is so toxic. Hey, I'll tell you this. I think the only way to fucking commemorate and celebrate Roach is to smoke this, that motherfucker. You got to smoke a Roach. You got to smoke a Roach. That's what you got to do. There you go. Hey, but what, were, what were you saying before that? Where uh, were you? Workaholics. Where were you? Workaholics. So Workaholics was going to be putting out a movie. Uh, they've been writing it for uh, Durs came up with a screenplay. Yeah. They've been writing it for – because I, I listened to their podcast. They've been talking about it. This is important. He finally got it all written. They're getting – Building sets, getting ready to start shooting next week. All original, all three of them. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Every, all four of them. Okay, and, and Carl and Carl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Mr. Rape Van, Mr. Rape yeah, Van himself. So he's and he's the, he was going to direct it and produce it because that's his gig. Uh, it got canceled. It got fucking pulled. 
the network pulled their Fox or whoever the fuck was really Paramount Plus. No, Paramount Plus. Yeah, Paramount Plus pulled the project. It was a Paramount Plus. So film. now they have to go and pitch it to other people. So they got to go to Netflix. I thought it was going to Netflix because because Game Over Man <laughs> was Netflix. Why wouldn't this one be a Paramount Netflix? Plus? Is the one picked it up. Mm. They wanted to do it. They wanted. I guess they. So they were like, "Fuck it, let's just tell the whole story." Why they? Step they away? picked up the movie and they wanted to do a spinoff. With like you know new characters, a new TV show spinoff yeah. of Workaholics, uh-huh. and they were like signing off on it, all that. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Fucking, you pay, you paid for us to do this movie, and they were like, basically, we're doing the movie so all we can get like the gang back together, all the like the videographers and. Uh, Do they give you, you know, funding? The <coughs> so Paramount's giving you oh, funding. Yeah. So now they, they fund so it. they funded you before and they pulled the money. Like now you owe me, or like they just never got it. Type they of never deal. got them. They Damn. never really got to film. They never broke ground. It wasn't Damn. starting. You know, they spent time. They're not going to get paid for their time writing the movie, but yeah. they also have that. That's their original work, so they can go and sell that. Still, they still yeah. have the yeah. fucking script. So ready hold on. To go. So the movie's not filmed. Not even close. Not so even it's not close. Th- I thought it was coming out th- this year. <laughs> Wasn't that you know, what you were trying to say? Uh, might have been projected. Wasn't that the thing might that you projected. said you were looking forward to this year was the work of Son of a movie? bitch. <laughs> that's yes, what that's I what remember. I was working so on. So it was projected so to be this year. You, you act like they couldn't get it out by Christmas. No, for sure they could. Shit. They could. That's, they could get out. I mean, that's I a whole know. year of filming. I don't know how fast it takes them to film no, some film of the workaholics. Three to four months of filming. I would say a solid They could jam through some shit. They have a good... They all click, bro. And not only that, they... They they their sets aren't that crazy. Like they were gonna do most of the filming in a warehouse and just build an office inside a warehouse. Bitch better have my honey. Bitch better better have my honey. honey. That's the best. (laughs) Yeah. So that's something that (coughs) kind of really kicked me in the nuts when I heard that this week. Yeah. Because I've been looking forward to it. That's kind of sucks. Yeah. That's that's a damper. That's a damper. I've been I've been listening to their podcast. You know. Since mm, yeah. you told me that they had a yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah. and then I was like, dove and in. And then you took over. One of those things, and then you I know me, I fucking. Off. He does. He took fully. Uh, gave Bob does sports. The he man goes all the way to the beginning. He runs. He runs. He runs, he runs I, far. Well, not only that, you got to start. I go all the way back. Like, I listen to. Like, I can't do it. I can't do like, oh, This back. is great. So then I go all the way back. hurts me. Because the current events they're talking about is off, though, too. Yeah. And you've also seen what the projected good stuff is, and it's hard to go With Workaholics, the podcast, it's. They're just. Fucking talking shit, and it's really they really don't talk about current events much. Yeah. Like they do every once in a while, they will throw something in there, but uh-huh. most of it's just like, "Hey, what you been up to?" Da da da. Yeah, they're yeah, just yeah. bullshit and talking shit. Have you, you know watched I mean? the new Bob? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Well, they did course. the rematch. Did the rematch course, on her? Of course, okay. of course. As long as you're up to date on your Bob's, yeah. Good deals, good deals. Something I did watch recently. Perez was on fucking darts, bro. Did you see them on the golf channel? Who Perez was on all the golf of them, show? all three of them, Cutsy, fucking Bob, Crazy. and Perez on the golf show, and they were doing like commentary for the fucking the biggest what what the the what's it called that just happened? They blew up, bro. Dude, they're on the fucking thing doing commentary. So we mm-hmm. have such and such going to the fucking to the green right now. How do you feel about this, Perez? Good well, the man, him. the man's got a small swing on him. I don't know if he's gonna carry. Dude, it was for people great. that don't know what we're talking great. about. Uh, a YouTube channel called Bob Does Sports. Blown up. They do a lot of golfing stuff, and or that's all they do now. But very good channel. They're very entertaining. Great. I very mean, Even if you don't like uplifting. watching golf, this is a brand of golf I think everybody can enjoy because it's it's first person. It's targeted for everybody. They're not – I mean, they're good. Like cut, fat, I mean, obviously, FP's fucking – FP's the king. He's really good. He's king. And then uh, there's FP? another dude, Joey Cole – Fat Perez is his name. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Joey Cole cuts. He's decent. Joey like He's Cole better cuts. than everyone in this room right now. Yeah. 
And then Bob is good. Bob's, Bob's, Bob's like my good. Really Bob's getting really good. Yeah. yeah Bob's I don't know. What are you talking good. about, bro? He played like trash in this last week. Yeah. Game. Yeah, he did. But before that one, he played oh, really dude, good. Oh, dude. I've seen him really play. Good. He yeah. played with Grant like a couple months ago. And he was and great. Grant, Grant Rochambeau? Like, Grant was like, whoa, this motherfucker is getting yeah. good. Grant Rochambeau, right? Rochambeau, whatever his name no, is. Grant Horvath. Oh, Horvath. Okay. Who am I thinking of? Rochambeau. What's his last name? I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, something like that. But yeah, he, I thought he was getting It's good stuff, though. Good stuff. Very good. Very good show. What do you got over Something here? Something I did see recently. Kai the hatchet wielding uh what is it? Hitchhiker. Hitchhiker. The one kick Kai master. The one kick master. <laughs> so what do you think about this man? Like and it's crazy because he was from one so from Fresno do, do, and then hanging out in Stockton. Yeah, yeah. so you guys don't highest remember when this fastest. went down? I kinda don't, man. See, highest so, fastest rise to fame. So I, down. I remember when it all happened. I remember watching the video and watching it tons of times. Me and Brett were just talking about this. Uh-huh. Why like the fucking lines that he was dropping, I remember saying, thinking it wasn't real and being like, this is not a real interview like because he's like cussing and shit and he's with a fucking reporter. But it was because the reporter put the B-roll on YouTube, yeah, which yeah, we yeah. didn't really know at the time. We just thought it was like a, this is what you saw on fucking Fox or whatever. But uh, wild thing, the whole story, the rise to fame. Quick uh, and over. Quick and then and straight quick down. Spark, I remember spark. reading about the fact that he killed somebody else and thinking, this guy is a wild man. They said he was date raped. Yeah. Which we'll talk crazy. a little bit more about that in a we'll little bit. We'll get back bit. into that. Yes, sir. We got... That uh, that was a crazy documentary, though. It was good. It was okay. And it was pretty, like, close to home. Well, because, yeah. It was, yeah, cause you're it was in Fresno, which is just south of us, and then coming to Stockton, which is our neighbor. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was... But I remember thinking... I remember when it happened, watching the video and thinking that... Not thinking that... I, th- I mean thinking what everyone thought you love this guy he's a good dude he fucking saved someone's life and he seemed like a really yeah, sweetheart sure. dude and he, another guy i love so joining us now he's a fucking legend in the art world also in the music world co-founder of anti-con yes, and somebody sir. that we've looked up to for a long time give it up for the one and only dose one Hell yeah. thank you fellas it's great hey. to meet you all hey Most thank definitely. you so much for joining us taking time out of your friday we really appreciate it uh Pleasure. Been looking forward to this conversation all week and uh, really, really excited about it. So let's let's dive in. Dose, let's do it. Dose, where are you based out of these days? Uh, I don't know. Depends. No, uh, Santa Fe, New Mexico. Uh, I moved here to uh, be a part of Meow Wolf, which was kind of a nightmare. Uh, but I bought a house and I love my house. So I got my cats. I got a nice lady, a motherfucker hot tub, a studio. Uh, you know, what, what, what do you need? Fuck it. Yeah, live a life. Sounds, sounds yeah, sounds wonderful to me. I know you're a cat guy. How many cats do you have, man? Eleven. I I wish I have two cats. I think more than two is a lot. Uh, one of them's sick, but they're dumpster cats. I've been rescuing cats since oh, I was that's like good. That's eight good. years old. That's a good thing. That's to awesome. Do. That's, that's always nice. Yeah. I, sometimes you get you, also you get more animals, and some of them are losing attention because they're so needy as it is. You know what I mean? So it's kind of yep. unfair to them. Yeah, they're enough. One of them has like uh, is in renal failure, so she's like constantly needing meat and water. Oh, it's man. a whole thing. I love it. Yeah, you got yeah. It's like kids. That's why. I, that's why I'm not breeding because I got this needy cat. You know. No you need go. to. No need to. Let's. Uh, talk, that's right. Let's talk a little bit about the music journey that you've been on because it has been quite a run. Talk about longevity. Uh, somebody that's been making music since the '90s. You started out battle rapping. <laughs> a lot of the stuff that I learned about you was from Scribble Jam shit. Right. Uh, talk a little bit about that and the art of freestyling because I know it's something really close to your heart that you, you've 
the the art of actually freestyling off of the top improv on yeah spot, something that you yeah that you've held close to yourself uh that was like so uh my arc start so i was dose one when i was a tagger and like a little shitty even shittier person hoodlum and uh so i think at like 15 i was tagging dose and then i started rapping at 16 and it was all freestyle and i sort of everybody freestyled i missed this a little after that it's not really that when i started but a little after that you could just walk down the street and it was like mary poppins of hip-hop there'd be like dudes ciphering and you could like hop in philly was pretty authentic uh hip-hop was real thanks to the roots um we used to sneak into the truck and see the roots when i was a kid and uh everybody in philly you'd be at a party and everyone would lie about being in organics and being in the roots you meet some dude and he'd be, he'd be like yeah i'm in the roots and he'd be like are you <laughs> <laughs> and then uh so anyway i was freestyling and then i was in jersey in a battle crew called skill scavengers we would just serve everybody and so it was like aggressive freestyling just sort of eating people's faces and then around that era everybody started coming with these like amazing writtens and every single cypher would go at some some uh lesser person would like devolve it into writtens you know and sound wow. perfect and so i only started writing raps so i could have something to compete with the like chads that dropped <laughs> writtens and then uh a couple years after that i got moved to cincinnati uh, and I was like, my fucking rap career is over, yo. And then I met Jay Rawls. Cause so when I got to Cincinnati, the only, nobody really rapped. And so I would crash all the black frats and just like, see if someone was ciphering and I would just cipher rat. And then I met everybody. And then I met this dude T and he introduced me to Jay Rawls and we met in the business college. And then we went to his house, recorded on a four track ASR 10. And that was the first time I ever recorded or was like, I'm writing a thing that's going to be recorded. And we did a bunch of songs. And then after that, I'm at jail. And Scribble was right around there when I met Dibs. And uh, Scribble was cool. Uh, you know, like, I did, I battled. There was that Scribble. The first one in 97 was super righteous. It was me versus the heavy hitter, Source Dudes, Rhymefest, and Juice. And then the, me and Eminem were ripping people up. But all Eminem shit was written. That one was very climactic. But then the one where I battled peace after that, I was like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. Because if the highest echelon of battling is pretending to disrespect uh, the rappers that formed me, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, How it felt you, super phony. I saw that. I'm genuine. Yeah. I saw, I saw the same thing with uh, when idea battled peace. He, he yeah. kind of had that same you saw him kind of hold back and was like, oh, this is somebody I've looked up to my whole life, and how can I just disrespect him like you said? Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I want to kill everyone, but not yeah. them, not my idols, not yeah. the guys that, like, put it in me. You know, like, uh, it was like, I think, uh, you know, and then also I got more creative at the same time. Like, this whole time freestyling and battling and being unprepared was my art. And then I started to write and I was like, oh shit, this is a whole other fucking art that freestyling barely plays into. Um, you know, and then after that, I started collaborating, making full lengths and that became this other layer. So, you know, but battling was the best, man. I used to be a, a dick. I would serve fucking everybody, yeah. uh, anybody that needed it. And I still feel that way. There's a lot of rappers 
that I just see, you know, it's the same principle of like, you could, you meet someone, you can tell they've never been punched in the face. You can how, tell when a rapper has never been served. How do you, how do you <laughs> feel about yeah. the whole scene turning towards Rittens? I mean, I don't like, personally, I don't oh. like it. And, and it yeah. kind of upsets me to think, cause I like to freestyle and I don't like to think that someone's coming somewhere prepared, studied, did their homework and written down a bunch of shit because who knows if they can go the long distance. So that kind of always yeah. irks me. So how do you feel about that nowadays? Cause everything's written. Yeah. That's all it is now. It's, right? That's all it is. Yeah. It's sort of like, uh, there is a tier, you know, that is serving someone. Uh, the composed tier is amazing, but the real width of the rapper, it, a lot of people can do that composed tier. Very few people can serve you sure. on on fucking spec yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and know nothing about you because you need it and they know how to do it pull it out of the air uh i will say though uh the some of the amazing execution over the years uh you know rest in peace caddy ron and daylight and all these other Past fucking day. people they like uh they destroy it some of that wordplay is fucking remarkable and those those dudes aren't really writing songs so that's where you're gonna hear that rap so like when i hear that shit i'm like oh that's inspiring rap. it makes me want to get a pen so the gun shit i don't give a fuck about it's all fiction you know yeah. but when they're drilling it uh i love seeing somebody get dug into a hole and when the written dudes are digging people into holes it's a worse hole it's like yeah. bad you know that said though what you were saying is my least favorite aspect where it's like someone tells me I'm going to battle someone and I got like five months to like research them uh, and love them yeah. and like serve them out of research and affection. It's a little weird. Yeah. It's not my bag, yeah, you know, yeah. but it has made for some entertaining oh, battles and made it to where yes. we, we got to see, you know, I've always said like in the freestyle battles at scribble, it wasn't always the two best at the very, in the final because Maybe no. the two best battled in the semifinal. You know what I mean? You didn't get to see the two best. We would get to see the two best at their best with these written battles, which was always fun and exciting. Good for numbers. And it's important to say, like, uh, on the East Coast, we definitely uh, – we had our own version. Like, in my crew uh, when I was younger, nobody listened except me to Fellowship was aware that people were, like, coming completely off top all the time and, like, killing it you know and i hadn't i wasn't even tape trading at the time when i started freestyling and battling well you know um so i wasn't even aware of how good all of project blowed really was or anything but so we had our own code about coming off top but getting exposed to that shit gradually um it just it was interesting how like i just knew that somewhere in the world someone was that good and I got exponentially better every time I rapped because I was just mentally in a room with a fictional version of these yeah. people I just heard on a crusty ass tape, you know, because hearing that they would just like pull chains off, getting loose, pulling shit further and further away, rhyming faster, saying weirder shit. Uh, and not everybody around me was hip with that, man. I was definitely the weird one. And I would always have to say I was Puerto Rican, so I didn't get fucking jumped because we were... <laughs> was, hard, being white hard. wasn't really the move. Yeah, I Puerto that. Rican, baby. <laughs> uh, so you, you said something about tape trading. That was a big thing in the 90s, especially towards the late 90s. Uh, and that was a way that a lot of people... We've, we've talked about, uh, you know people underground artists putting their stuff on the b-side of a tape that had like 
uh, yep. you know, Eminem on and one side or, you know, Dr. Dre on one side and getting that tape out on the, were you a big tape trader and did you put your, yeah, I got a couple good stories. I like, well, so all of Anticon is, uh, because of tape trading. Yeah. So we met, uh, I met Dibs of course in the town in Cincinnati. Um, uh, we became besties very rapidly and he had gel and we made presage together but the whole time. He's like, you're going to love gel. Gel has Kevin Beecham, who you may know from, uh, he's in Minneapolis now down with Rhymesayers. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, still is, and always has been like a magnet and magnate for all things rap. So he had all these tapes. So he sends shit with Jeff. He's like, Oh shit. Dose. I heard hemispheres. You got to bring him atmosphere so i get overcast for the first time on tape and i'm blown away god's bathroom floor and uh it's the monsters that i conjure and the marijuana cat litter so that i like hear all that and i'm like oh man i want to be this guy you know and then at the same time i had the live poets 12 inch but then i got more tapes through dibs who played a show with the live poets which was soul and alias rest in peace and uh and mayonnaise mood swing and then that all just kind of like happened but that was literally all through tape trading and being interested and then pedestrian in anticon i lived with y and i was constantly sending stuff to pedestrian and he was sending stuff to me and i had weird east coast shit that was lost or that i dubbed or stole out of studios and he sent me all the blowed and more importantly because i had heard a bunch of that um i had all the saphir i had what was available the casual battle um but what I didn't have was circus and radio inactive mm. um, and the shapeshifters Shapes. and the, cir- the circus and radio tapes changed my life, man. Oh. I definitely was like, yo, I got to, they were just letting it all out. Like, you know, and so was my music at times diuretic or whatever, but I was just like, yo, circus doesn't give off fuck radio doesn't give a fuck radio styling circus. Always just like, Oh no, origami in the, just like, just off some other shit dude yeah really inspiring um so and then through tape trading actually i don't know if it's tape trading anymore we're just kind of a lot closer at this point we're giving each other dubs it's a little different tape trading involves the male and not really meeting someone in my humble opinion you know and then uh but slug gave me this tape that was sent to him and it was aesop it was his uh first works and then i got in touch with him and met him hung out with him and then signed him to mush which you know fuck mush they like he's got his records back now but first time he got to put something out so that was all through um loving fucking tapes and i have every single tape in the other room they're all in great condition i don't know what's on that needs to be in a museum like that stuff needs to be in a museum you still got a way to for history like do you got a tape player at the house doesn't matter oh dude i got a tape player in every room i got a Kanye. i got the ll cool j radio when with my video game money the first thing i did was i was like i want all the ghetto blasters i couldn't get when i was fucking 12 yeah yeah anyway so lots of tape players i actually listen to a lot of shit on tape i got my rap collection is a little broader I have a lot, but you know, like all my more finesse and fucking uh, a lot of my early East Coast shit is all on tape. That's dope. So I kind of you got cool G rap. That's cool. So good. You mentioned, uh, you know, a couple Anticon guys, Alias. Um, 
right. which I have an alias shirt on tonight. All right, there you go. Yeah, right. yes. Bless man. One of I my miss favorites. Him every day. One of my favorites. How did how did the conversation for creating Anticon, you know, as a collective, even come about? You know, and when did that? come And then about? how did you guys make your way to Berkeley? Because us being Northern California kids, we're San that, Francisco, Berkeley, yeah, that yeah. was like okay. You guys are oh, yeah. yeah. We're in like the Stockton area, so like we found yeah. Anticon. And that was the first time I heard, like, I felt like, oh, my God, there's this other subgenre of hip-hop that has, is unfound. For me, it was unfound. I got, like, I got to show everybody this. Yeah, Everyone like, needs a, a niche, niche uh, Hey, now. thank you. Yeah. You know first what I mean? Off, you know, I think that's, I think one of the things that's happened to our music, at least for me, I speak for myself here, is it's, like, remained something that became personal to people and therefore was, like, a secret. So there's this mm -hmm. interesting, slower spread of the work, but better people. And it's taken in a real space. So I'm appreciative, but it's this thing that I walk with, you know. So when Anacon started, and also uh with Anacon, all this is subjective. I don't remember so good. I've been on drugs my whole life. And uh, you know, everybody, it was all it was so many human beings, everyone's perspective and take on it is super valid, you know. Uh but the it started right after we all met tape trading. Um, I think the bond was closest between Soul and I. I think Dibs told Soul, Dose is going to call you immediately and be fucking annoying and want to do music right away. And then <laughs> Which Big Soul awesome. told me that the second I talked to him. <laughs> Which is true, right? That's yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I was like, yeah, let's do a song. So uh, <laughs> uh, we just, you know, we started Bond. That's how Jeff and I were rolling. Uh, Buck, 65, all these dudes. And we all just were connected and more than anything wanted to start a label and then we took greyhound buses out and made deep puddle um and slug already had rhymes here so it wasn't really about who's in who's out what the fuck it was but after that we decided that we wanted a home to put things out and that felt really good to me because when i did hemispheres and soul had the same thing with his first vinyl you could go to fat beats or trc right Fat Beats was all East Coast. They actually, uh, Eclipse was just straight ghosting me. Everybody was like, nah, not even, you know. Uh, and then TRC, uh, they called me up and they said, hey, this isn't hip hop. It's fucking hemispheres, bro. Yeah. That's what they told me. They didn't take the record. Then this dude who wears raver pants, Charles. I'm sorry, Charles. I, I think that's your fucking name. Raver I apologize. Pants. I don't remember. Hey, shit. Chuck, uh, sorry, Chuck. We forgot your name. Shout bro. Out yeah, Chuck. Chuck. Chuck of the Raver Pants. But he uh, he put it on. Yeah. He gave us a P and D. He took the hemispheres. He took the thousand. They went super fast. That was all there ever was. So that became this thing where Soul and I were both trying our best to do business. Then um, uh, Soul and Pedestrian were together in California. Yoni and I were still in Cincinnati, Jeff's still in Chicago, and they called me one night on this ugly green phone we had in the Green Think Mansion, and uh, they were like, we got this name, Anticon, we were like, all right, That's right. You know, it just felt right, and then uh, the plans, we did a couple trips out to California to record stuffed animals and shit, um, and just be loose, while Soul, Soul gets all the credit for founding, I mean... So it was meager, but he did it. You know, he got this. It was a three-bedroom apartment with 11 human beings in it. Wow. It was fucking wow. nasty. Yeah, including Bren and his wife, Jen. It was a lot. So, uh, and then we all went out there in a few waves uh, and moved out whenever we got money. You know, like none of us had any money. Uh, we don't really come from it. So we all had to wait for weird shit. Jeff had like a telemarketing job. I got like 
$800 from Mush. Uh, you know, it was mm. fucking, wow. we had nothing. And then we all worked temp jobs, lived in this house, recorded all the time. Definitely some of the best times and years of my life. We were a fucking nonstop hip hop sleepover of absolute stupidity. Mm. It was pretty. It was pretty wild. It was An fun. underground machine. You guys were just pumping out a lot of project too, after you know. project after project. Yep. Having a lot of fun, meeting all our all the people that inspired us once we were in Cali. And then, you know, we came to uh Cali. That was like executive decision that Soul Brandon made came to the Bay specifically because Quantum, because Souls, because Legends, absolutely. They were flourishing there. Why not? We all came from fucked up places. I was in Cincinnati, came from Jersey and Philly. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I got like an odd wallet of carrot juice. I didn't, I thought it was another planet, man. Mm. My first California week, <laughs> but you know, it was great. And it opened it us. We all, we all needed it. Cause we had a lot of uh, walls. We all had been trying to get into music and be in the way we were. And those walls came down rapidly as we got together and huddled around like being creative. And, um, I don't know. It was, it was, uh, Definitely like a soulmate affair, you know. And then we all lived together too long. We all had to get space and get the fuck out of there. That shit was way too much. What, which, what happens with your best friends? I've, I've moved out with what? my best friend <laughs> right away and immediately, like, you know what I mean? We hated each other for a oh, while. Yeah. But you get over it. It's, brother, it's brotherly love, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's too true, you know. And I think that was all a part of it. And you can't uh, – I think, like, the great – we all uh, could tap into uh, being better faster, uh, graduating our own selves individually, stylistically, artistically, because we were amplifying one another and seeing one another take leaps. And even when you were out of juice or leaps to take, it would just kind of happen, you know, and that was super important. But then the what happens because of that is you got to become an individual and you got to focus on where you're going. So it's like, you know, you have that space and you actually learn how to drive your creativity and be the shit to yourself. And then you have to go somewhere with that. And it takes individual questing and shit. Just coming up with your whole rhyme scheme and style, where did that come about? You just, uh, you know what I mean? You, it's kind of, it's, it's fucking it, wicked. It's wicked. Is That's all that I can put on it. So how, how did that even come about? And someone be like, dude, yeah, do that shit. And how did you, uh, how did you evolve it from hemispheres to the yeah, style? Yeah, because the hemispheres, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. morphed. It's, it's morphed a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Hemispheres is a uh, – I mean, when I started, I sounded like guru, to be uh -huh. clear. Like, I was like a little guru buckshot shorty thing. Mm. I don't know what yeah, was going on. You are spitting hard. Yeah, and I was – you know, I'd never move my top lip when I rap. <laughs> that shit is very East Coast at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, I'll be honest, man, you know, I heard uh, things – it was all West Coast material. for the. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong, the Jizza I wrote. 1000 raps because of liquid swords you know like yeah, yeah. that uh penmanship was all that shit that era that east coast era was super revolutionary but then i heard fucking it was like the thing that really blew my mind besides fellowship was saphir i fucking heard boxcar sessions i heard him on uh body hats the third digital underground record mm -hmm. And I was because they always bring a new dude. And I was like, oh, my God, the new Tupac is better than the old Tupac. I was like, who is this dude? And uh, he was just killing it. That unorthodox shit, um, which Micah Jupe actually is uh, self Jupiter is one of the people who I think is uh, one of the only other people on that tier with Saphir where you actually can't see what's coming. 
you know? I think with Micah, uh, you can't either, but he's sticking a melody and a cadence, which locks a groove a lot more. Yeah. And like, you know, he does some more eccentric shit, but like, there's this thing about Sphere and Jupe where you don't know what's happening. And like, I heard that and I was like, ah, oh, I gotta reboot. I gotta have no father to my style. I gotta be unpredictable. And then I heard the Sphere casual battle. And even though that's all majority written, the pencil neck piss collar Gumby and fucking Fresh Prince of Bel-Air with a slang dictionary. And like, <laughs> I just was like, yeah, that's how I want to talk to people. Yeah. I want to sound like their mother meets the street and I want to really take away their masculinity. Oh. I want to get them uh, in that vulnerable spot that they wake up in, not the one when they put the backwards hat, you know, like, and so I heard that shit and then that kind of seeped in. And really it was severe. And then it took me a bunch of recording, almost all of Hemispheres and the shit before that, uh, to loosen up and to get out of my own way. Uh, and I just mean recording, like how to get off paper, get in my head and kill a take and do a better song. Because uh, I've always been someone that even before I was cool on record, you would see me in a cypher and you'd be like, who's that Puerto Rican dude? You know, and then after that, <laughs> It happened on the other shit, you know, so um, and then just like getting open uh, with a free, I got really addicted to styling on record, preparing it and drilling it in a take and like rolling my eyes back in my head. And because that's not really something you totally do freestyling. Yeah. But really, eventually that shit was like, I man, I still do it. There's parts on the alpha, the new alpha where I just. You know, I just uh, leave Earth for fucking 48 seconds. And it's my favorite shit. On the, Everything else is boring. I'll be honest. I do a lot of cool stuff. It's all boring compared to like the high of fast rap. You really nailed that that unique sound. I mean, you don't sound like anybody else. And when you no. hear a song, you know right away, oh, that's Dose One. Yeah. There's other rappers yeah. you listen to, especially, especially nowadays, that you hear them and you couldn't tell them apart from you know, and another person, all the auto tune and yeah. everybody sounds the you same. Definitely. And, yeah. and for you to even, you doesn't help. It. No, it <laughs> doesn't help. You, you nailed it too with the uh, self Jupiter too, like the not being able to guess where he's going, not just with his wordplay, but with the rhythm of what he was saying. Yep. And I could totally see that in your style now too. Like that totally opened my eyes right there. Yeah. And also, um, to be fucking clear, uh, all the times I freestyle with peace was I was around him a bunch in the Bay. I have some very mm. NSF podcast stories about peace, but he's uh him freestyling is the lesson, man. If you've never freestyled with peace, you are not ready. He is the only dude except Micah where they, they finish rapping in the circle and then it's my turn. And I'm like, Oh, I rap. Like <laughs> they take me out of it. The yeah, shit is yeah. so good. I'm like, God damn. He's got, yeah, Peace has this ability to like um He gets better as he goes, right? Yes, and in the like uh field in the mind that is milliseconds between saying one thing and another, he has this like 20-sided die thing where he just rolls what he was talking about all the way across thinking and says something else. That is that he makes work. Uh, because he has a relationship with that shit, man. He has a deep relationship with pulling from the brain into the rhythm and all that shit. And you really, I think that's one of the things I really saw in peace was like, I have a lot of talent with that. And I put a lot of work in and I get out of, I try to like go there. And I was like, wow, 
this dude's better. He's like a lot better. He has more talent at it. He like that God of getting open likes him more. It's like his favorite dude. You know, there was just there was shit where it literally puts me in my place, which is a very good thing because it always pushed me. But like being around that shit, uh, and then there's like. Uh, freeze, you know, like a lot of underground cats, guys that are probably dead now. There's been a lot of people that have gotten open like that in front of me. Not just those dudes, but they're the ones, man. Micah, too. The second he starts rapping, you're like, wow. Coolest dude in the room. Pretty cool. This, this we got to keep cool. it cool. Hell yeah. yeah. Staying, on yeah. The, staying on the topic of freestyling, you know, I've, I've definitely yeah. seen that video or I guess it's a... It's like a story about you teaching freestyling to you know kids and stuff inner uh, city the kids, youth yeah. yeah inner city kids how did you get involved with that man and you know is that something you're still kind of involved with or you know how long were you doing that for and how'd you get involved with all that it's pretty dope yeah i had a i was dating a amazing lady um who had friends who ran a community outreach program uh which i went to and it was underprivileged kids from the bay and richmond area um and uh it's called ymr youth movement records and then eventually the video you probably saw was when we were located in oakland school of the arts osa downtown we were in some other shitty building for a while but they called me in to speak to the kids mm. and so i go in to talk to the kids and it goes pretty well uh and then at the end they're like hey we got to cut this we got freestyle class and i was like can I stay? <laughs> you know, and then I just stayed. I met Kev, who was the instructor. And I was just like, you know, I want to do this too. Um, we really didn't add structure. I think the really interesting thing was we just let these kids light themselves up. And uh, you could tell it was the most they liked a classroom experience, period. And they probably were having a hard time with all that shit. So we just kept it super open. Uh, we diffused battles. We also let them battle, uh, you know, like in a more organized way. Um, they said the damnedest shit. Uh, what was my favorite? The dude's line that was my favorite. It was, uh, rappers are confused like they just became parents. Oh. <laughs> Come on, truth. bro. Some I truth. shut the whole cypher down. I was like, that's it. We're done for that day. Was- <laughs> this guy gets it. A plus. Yeah, yeah man. Feel hard. <laughs> and, um, you know, so. I did it for several years. I loved it. I brought beat makers in. We would play drums live. I tried to expose them to different music. Yeah. I uh, I showed them This Is The Life. You know, I yeah. showed them uh, Latif, Lyrics Born. I basically, it would be a small bit of exposing them to freestyling that I could get mm-hmm. copies of, evidence of, you know, and then compose stuff. Uh, and they honestly, even though a lot of them were listening to like, I would say the most interesting thing they liked at that time was Lupe Fiasco. Um, they were listening to all kinds of like pre-drill shit. Mm-hmm. Just little clips. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know. A lot of bass shit, kick, of course, you know. Kick, push. But nobody was styling. And I show them styling and that fucking cypher, they're styling. Changed oh, yeah. everything. Yeah. Changed your lives, probably. They, they didn't they and also what I loved is they didn't need two months on the bike, man. The good kids just heard that shit and they were like, all right. Yeah. And they would just go across the lane and then it kind of stuck. And they would revolve between like being understood in the current cadence of rap and then yeah. like style you know i think it's a pretty awesome way to for one give back to the community and then two give kids or the youth another outlet to utilize other than whatever fucking around in the streets and this and that you know turning yep. something turning something negative into a positive man so that's pretty awesome yeah um, give them some time i want to do it in santa fe there's like a this very white environment but uh <laughs> 
there is a strong indigenous community and I'm just waiting to find the right connects because uh, I imagine in some way I can help them, whether it's utilizing Ableton or maybe motherfuckers rap, I don't really know, but I would like to get back into it on that level. Um, but for me, I think it's important to plug in in a way that I didn't have it when I was a fucked up kid. I would have loved to have something like that. So I don't really want to do it at like sunny day Brookshire Academy yeah, yeah. to a yeah. bunch of people with saddle shoes. I'm not being weird about it, but yeah, yeah. I actually would. If I'm going to take that time out of my life and do it pro bono, I want to give it to people that like need to find creativity. For sure. You got to do it you right. Got to do it right, man. Um, I also yeah. saw like, like gel was in there, you know, uh, on the beat machine and maybe on the turntables or whatever, uh, busting out some beats. Now you started producing too. How is, is, you know, that stemming from just being with gel and doing a number of albums as themselves together and just being around him and other producers, uh, so often, or, you know, how did you take up producing yourself? Yeah, it was, uh, you know, I'm a good mimic mm -hmm. and, um, I'm not scared of, I'm scared of some shit, but I'm not really scared of a lot of, uh, creative, you know, avenues. So I just yeah. try it. I do it poorly till I don't. And then I'm very aware mm -hmm. of, if I have talent or if I'm wasting my fucking time, you know, like I've tried enough. So anyway, uh, being around gel and then I was not really a producer. I of course always use beat machines. I think I struggled mm -hmm. to like trim samples correctly. I don't know what I couldn't get. And then I got in to Dawes and once I got, uh, once I could see music in a linear fashion, it was more than being a beat maker. I was like, wow, I'm a producer. I just had to spend time knowing nothing so that yeah, I yeah, could yeah. know a little. So through subtle working with Jordan, the drummer, I was basically the producer along with him, uh, running the sessions, making ideas, doing drops, coming up with ideas for composition and stretching. Then I started using Ableton more, making beats in there. Now I use all kinds of shit and I'm not scared. And I taught myself how to make music because Jeff is self-taught and Dax is self-taught. Mm -hmm. And so that was a huge jump was seeing Dax play keyboards yeah, for sure. And he, he's just fucking murdering it. And he um it's totally self-taught. Yeah. And so he thought he was he just let me something about that let me learn, whereas classes, shit like that has never been my bag. Yeah. And then uh I just made a million fucking things. Suck. Suck until you don't. <laughs> you you're even making uh soundtracks for video games and shit now, right? Yeah, it's my kind of you know, to be to not mince words, uh, I feel a lot of musicians from my era, mm -hmm. you either blew up and were modest mouse size, right? And you're still okay. Or uh, you did not. And that's a lot of really brilliant people, really generous people, hardworking people that had their value sort of um, abstracted before it was actualized. So uh, I feel like I actually, I was in severe debt and I had to get a gig, which was doing sound design for video games. Mm -hmm. My debt was not from cocaine and and fun. It was from just doing music and going hard and being the mom of a lot of shit. So uh, yeah, and then now, uh, after a whole fuck ton of work and a bunch of great relationships and opportunities that came from music. Mm -hmm. So the guys who made Enter the Gungeon, Dodge Roll, they knew they love battle rap. They love idea, rest in peace. And they were like, we love you. And I got a shot to do music for that game and it changed my life. So now I see my value times 10 because I get a small percentage of revenue share 
um, that I work super hard for because I do about three times the work of an album as well as help write and whatever else. Basically, like, it's just this whole thing where I'm like, yo, this endeavor is going to treat me right. Uh-huh. You get full access to yeah. all my shit. Yeah. I'll fucking name it all. I'll, I'll sit in the back and not say shit. I'll do whatever the fuck you want, you know? So that same way that I went at being a avant rap music dude, yeah. I do it here. And it's just like great people, great relationships, no bullshit. Industry's still here. Nothing is streaming. It's great. You and know, the, so and the money comes and also, in on time. And the money's amazing, man. Yeah. And you know what I do with it is it be generous and just enjoy that uh I, I'm fucking grateful, you know. So I uh, just am happy about my gig. I make a bunch of games and then I'm really good at it. So now the big thing too, after Anticon closing, the music industry sucking all the dicks together tied with rope um and losing bren losing alias mm-hmm. uh right after less's orchestra yeah i was like horrible time yo yeah i was just like i this amazing journey mm-hmm. went went dark you know what i mean and i was like uh how do i get back to this thing i love so the big move for me alpha 2 marks like the beginning of a new chapter where it's like the I love making records, having best friends, truly connecting, going the distance, pulling something out of the ether, making this thing, right? I fucking hate everything else that was added after that point. But I needed to do it to create a career, Mm -hmm. to create a cyclical revenue, to be out with the homies, to blow up, to fucking do stuff, to meet all these great people like the No Twist in Germany. So like that shit needed to be done. But now surgically removing all that career garbage Motherfuck your interviews, your photo shoots, fuck all of that crap, just records and anonymity. Um, that's really what I'm about. I, you know, it's like, yeah. I can't, the rest of it is maybe not a waste of everyone's time, but it is truly a waste of mine. Yeah. Yeah. Does that go with playing shows? How do you feel about live performance yeah. and stuff like that? Uh, uh, yeah. You know, it's like, I think, uh, so I was going to do a 13 and God reunion uh-huh. uh, yeah, in Germany you. yeah, because they wanted to do it and they had a festival, but then it got canceled because of funding and bullshit. Yeah. So I said yes to that. Um, things like that. If it feels right to me, mm-hmm. I'll get it together for that because that can be beautiful, but yeah. I don't ever need to see a fucking Texaco in Omaha again <laughs> and on a human level i totally i you know i understand that so much because you can only do so much for so long on the road and not have the return the what do they say the juice be worth the diminishing squeeze. returns yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, no it's and you know the other thing too is like uh i really when i go out and do something live i like to be fucking blisteringly tight and know that i'm killing it and doing something good mm-hmm. And now I like making music all the time and doing all these games. My days are like full of um, pushing myself to bring something out of the ether. Mm. I don't want to cut that off for six days in a car going to fucking Toronto. God bless Toronto. I don't believe God. You're amazing, Toronto. But I don't want to go. (laughs) So as a fan, as a fan, it breaks my heart because we don't we want to see you live as a fan. But as I'll do some stuff, you know. But just make sure you go. If I say I'm doing it, just know between us. Especially, so like, you don't want to be there, and you're, you're, you're like, you're who doing the fuck this? is? Yeah, like, why am I here? No, yeah, we. Yeah, but yeah. I, as a human, I totally fucking agree with you. I, I could see that, and at, at my age, I'm, you know, I'm in my mid thirties, and I would not want to be out on the fucking road right now. Oh fuck, you no. know what I mean? And there's a uh, like a hard truth that I used to say, 
back when I was touring, uh, that still is with me and not in like a bitter funky way, but just the reality is I used to say sometimes that we would go on tour and we weren't seen. We were missed mm -hmm. because we had half cap in all these places mm -hmm. and JJ gel and I, and all the other beautiful human beings I toured with, yo, we did an absolute decade, three to four tours a year. We went everywhere and we were missed in half of those venues. SMD.com. I'll catch you later. I'm sorry. Y'all got a time travel. I don't know what to say. We were out there. You did it. Effort for me, but I'm not like, um, something about that is just as true to me that we were missed. And that's an important uh, way to look at it as is. Yeah, I don't feel like going to Texaco. Yeah. One, one of my favorite uh, live performance moments by you wasn't even at one of your shows. It was at an Idea and Ability shows. Uh, one of the last, they were promoting uh, Bite the Throat at Bottom of the Hill in San Francisco. You were in the crowd, and like at the end of the show, Idea just calls you up on the stage. And I'm pretty sure you two are just freestyling back and forth. And it was just fucking awesome, bro. Like that's, That was a rare moment that, you know. Hip-hop history. Right uh, yeah, hip-hop history to, yeah. be, to be there and witness. That's my guy. I mean, like, you know, um, you know, rest in peace. I can't speak for Mikey, but yeah. I know um, I love Max very much, too, uh, abilities. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, the energy I was bringing to rap, which I was gathering from all the people I was meeting in rap, I didn't invent shit. I just was like stealing what was fucking new to me and amazing and that I could steal. What and, everyone uh, else is doing as well. When I met. Yeah. Say, uh, say what, what, what what everyone else was doing as well. Was, you know, you're, yeah, you're yeah. A bunch Sponging of is yeah. the nice way. Stealing is hard. You know, harsh yeah. uh, term. But I met Mikey, and he was fucking sixteen, and he was amazing. Uh, off top, break dancing, doing everything at once, and he got a lot. Uh, my glow amplified his, and he just took that and rolled with it. And I didn't see him as much as I like. We got to do a few things, um, but. Yeah, and then we got to connect again way later, uh, right before he passed. We did a whole tour together, and it was really beautiful. Him and Max and me and Jeff are motherfucking peas, different peas and different pods. Yeah. And uh, yeah, man. And also, he's one of the few uh, that can really get open, like yeah. freestyle, Most gifted, did the, did the work and the gift times a million. You know? For sure. A, a performer, genius, a genius. performer, yeah, artist, poet, poet, yeah, yeah for sure, M yep. much like yeah. yourself, exactly. Why you guys probably gelled so well? Yeah, definitely. No Be before we it. jump into uh, you know your newest projects with Alpha, uh, your newest uh, group, um, let's just talk a little bit about some more hip hop history, real quick. You're a man that's yep. been involved with many different groups, bro. Thirteen and God, Subtle, themselves, Deep Putter. Deep puddle dynamics, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I'm forgetting so many. What What was the energy like in that room, uh, and how long did it take to make you know uh, the taste a taste of rain? Why kneel with deep puddle dynamics? You know how long did it take to record that, and then Classic, what, what was yeah. the energy like, man? Because that's that's a straight hip hop history right there. Uh, so okay, this is another one where I'm going to say some words, mm. but if you read numbers that are different, those are right. Mm. I don't really remember exactly how long okay. we were there and all this shit, but uh, we all took Greyhound buses out. We met, yeah. we had all these electric phone calls. I think we did, uh, what it was called? Three-way? We did fucking three-way phone call back in the day, proto phone, proto internet. We were like, let's do these songs about <laughs> these things. And I was probably the dick that said most of the like 
inaccessible things like we're a candle and that are uh, and so but it was great man because i sorry uh that's a terrible way to describe what we were trying to do i think it, what was valid is we were trying to do a concept record without um being avoiding all the like cliche violent terms you know uh which at that time we were sort of just after the versace era like the junior mafia mm-hmm. Boot camp, click. Boot camp was great, but you know, just like bullshit, guns, clothing it was getting really shitty. So we wanted to do something where none of that was in it, but it was all conceptual. We kind of stuck with it, made it cool, and we didn't say our name. It wasn't like I'm slug and yeah, I'm yeah. toast. None <laughs> of this crap. So that was really it. So we came up with a bunch of topics. Then we met in Minneapolis. Had like one of the best experiences of my life. We had all really hadn't met. We met at a show before on the way. We fucking slept on floors in Slug's house. I met Abuse. I don't know if you abuse, know Abuse. He's an insane artist. He did the Anticon Ant. Um, and he was an, another tape trader who had like a bunch of shit I actually didn't have. Like at the time, I guess I never had Eli's As They Pass, I think was the oh, first one. Yeah. Uh, and so he gave me that and a bunch of soul shit I didn't have, even though I was there on a trip with soul. I was like, <laughs> oh, I don't have those five songs. So we were just like... Mm. Still trading, staying up all night, um, writing raps, meeting for the first time. I think it was about two weeks. It couldn't have been more. Um, And then we did some separate sessions later. The last four songs were done a little more piecemeal, uh, piecemeal after. So, but yeah, man, me and uh, uh, Bren wrote our verses for the make it rain song that's like on the 12 inch or whatever yeah on slug's porch on this rainy day mm. and it was great and bren came out of his uh shell in that experience mm-hmm. i wouldn't know because i just met him you know what i mean i just met like new bren you know and uh everybody was it was amazing man it was a real highlight of life uh and then we all went back to our shitty places we lived mm. and like listen listen to the dubs and the mixes. And then when we finished that record, we were like, we gotta start a label. This is important. Yeah. Collect so. collectively, man, you guys together. Beautiful music. Um, yeah, and some know. would say, I mean, that even kickstarts yeah, slug to go to Rhymesayers yeah, and sure. create a Rhymesayers label, right? Well, no, they were already okay. so Rhymesayers had already existed. They okay. did overcast and really everything, you know, I'll be clear, like they had an amazing community. Mm. Probably the most developed I had ever seen, and Cincinnati's was pretty good. Mm. Out east, my experience was never the word community. That's a Midwest thing mm-hmm. yeah. where like there's like a bunch of different color and kind of people together making hip hop because they really want it in their place. You know what I'm saying? In the city, the cities where I grew up, it was fucking doggy dog. Competitive. Uh, yeah. I don't know about the word community. Crew? Maybe. You can get one C word, but you're not going to get community. <laughs> and uh, so, but he really had that. Uh, Rhyme Sayers was like this from fucking Jump Street, man. I went out there. I met everybody, you know, um, Musab and uh, Sadiq, of course, and bird and like everybody was there and helping each other everything was in sadiq's house wow. i don't think he does that anymore no, i think he's probably i think not. he's balling now i don't oh. think he lets you record sleep in his living room yeah, yeah, yeah. i think he stepped up a little bit uh since then yeah. um so let's just jump into the new project man alpha uh your new crew or group with uh, mestizo it's you and mestizo you guys released a you know your first uh album self-titled album in 2017 i want to say um, yep. Super dope. Since then, you guys have released the second project. I think it's just called, it's just titled two. 
and uh, yep. that was released in November. Let's talk a little bit about that, man. How did this uh, you know, project come about, and how did Alpha form? Because, dude, it's so refreshing to know and to hear you still making music, man, for one, you know? Two, have, ha- have, this, have this beautiful creativity come about. So, uh, Zoe and I met when he was like 16, and I think his rap name was Yoda, <laughs> and he was in an MC battle. It's Tucson again. If you see other words or numbers, that's what's right, not me. Yeah. And uh, and so Jell and I did a themselves show there when Jeff used to put the SP twelve hundred in a duffel bag with no padding and take it places before we did anything really. And uh, did the show, and then he was in the battle, and uh, his energy was great, and we were freestyling. And then a million years later, I met him as Mestizo in Machina Muerte, you know, and. Uh, he was rapping all the time in LA. Um, and I didn't really know, but then we reconnected. And then I heard his music around that time. You know, I just resaw him and remembered him. Mm-hmm. It's not like he played me all his music in that instance. So and then I was like, this dude is nasty. And then over time, even though we're very different people, uh, we are the same shark. Uh, and we are, that's why it's alpha. It's just this yeah. thing that even though I got cats and he's got kids, <laughs> fucking sharks. And we let each other do that. We have each other's back. There is something that I did not have in Anticon. In Anticon, I was the only battler. So there was a lot of bullshit, like some of the other contemporary crews calling us, you know, the the F word and like, but never to my face, you know. It was like everybody picked their battles, you know. And meeting someone like Mestizo, we really have that in common. It's like creative, sure, but guard dog. You know, and so we just kind of fucking let that out. We get each other's back. We're in a new space. We can actually be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Violently vulnerable is what I feel is the best thing about the best parts of Alpha 2. It's not like old man in a chair rap, but it's distinctly like hitting you, drilling you in the heart. uh, And it's some real shit, you know, and and we do it like like it's bars, you know, but we just have a really good connection all we do is do a verse, the other dude hears it and does another verse. And then with this record, uh, one of the struggles was on the first record, we went through producers just trying to find the right person. And at the end, we found, of course, Bren alias, and then he passed away. And I actually have a bunch of beats that were supposed to be for the second alpha that wow. was staying in the iTunes forever, you know. But yeah. so that we waited, that happened to coincide with me just processing his passing and being in that, you know about all the other shit. And then uh, we, Mediogre is like Mestizo's gel. So uh-huh. his best friend for a long time, his right-hand man made all his beats on an SB 1200. And Medi just came with a fucking ton of heat. And uh-huh. JJ and I are a nightmare, dude. JJ and I hadn't spoke for 18 months. And then this email starts with 10 beats. And we made the record in six weeks. Wow, you know. fast. That's when you know you're... Of course. Yeah. You're, you're yeah, it gets assembled and yeah, mixed yeah, after that. But like the, uh, the tag of both of us, like it started with like, I was super busy and I'm like, yo, I can't be fucking sitting here rapping all day and this shit, you know? And then next thing I know, I'm just behind on work. And all I'm doing is fucking rapping every morning at 6 a.m. It was great. You got extra bars. You got tons of lyric and content. You're like, hey, we need to make another album. Yeah, so we're working on three now. We got an amazing posse cut and a new song that's like a long song that we're putting out and a video in the next couple months here. And then we're going to start working on this three. And then uh, 
that's it, man. We just fucking trifecta. Ride or die. Yeah, and we're super good to each other. We don't have shitty expectations about stuff. We just approach this music. That shit I was expressing earlier about me wanting to just do music and move. Yeah. Um, they're good with that, and uh, that's what I need. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So I, I heard uh, in like another interview, you said you took the uh, the money out of the equation. It's just now about making the music. You know, so you're not afraid I, to do diff- whatever. Put out different yeah, and I also, different uh, you know, I'm like, uh, fucking ran a label, five labels, I don't know. So, like, making it, uh, making it not be negative pennies is really easy. The expectations that like come after that are actually about marketing and business and the world's reception of it. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm like, hey, yo, homies, I love you. I'll do another record tomorrow, but like, I ain't trying to market, you know, uh, it's a, what I like most about all the music I found is that I found it. This may not be the best business plan for a, a man of my stature to adopt, but it's, I'm not about a business plan right now. I actually want my music to have that relationship to people to be a bunch of shit you can dig up for a while. Yeah, for you know? sure. And that, and that mindset, I guess, uh, is in history, a true artist mindset. And you are uh, somebody that dabbles in a lot more than just music art you are you know i've seen you an painting you do graphic you've done a lot of your your cover art you've done cover art for some other artists like gel too uh talk a little yep. bit about how you got into painting and doing your cover art and because that's always a, i always love that about a rapper or mc somebody that does the music, the beat, the cover art, you know what I mean? Multi-hats. The whole project sure. is his. Yeah, multi-hats. Uh, tell me a little bit about how you got into that, because I love that part. And obviously, that's the artistic mind that you have, that 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 mindset of, you know, sometimes you're going to lose a penny by not doing what's culturally right, but you're going to do what's right for yourself. Yeah, and I think that so that all that jazz starts from being, like, slightly visually adept from tagging and having black mm-hmm. books right mm-hmm. so i was doing that for a million years so i don't know space letters or something and then uh, and i would spray paint and you know pick colors and shit but then the real cement was meeting two artists i guess three why uh was before he really rapped and made music he yeah. painted all the time and did all this shit and we lived together and he was just like it was just a comfortability with being creative that like I came the only creativity we had, we had violence and we had creativity and it was all hip hop. And when you were doing that creativity, you didn't like slunch your body or do weird shit or like really be yourself. It was always guarded, lots of posturing. Being around why, man, he was just an artist painting and I, I started to loosen up. I saw what he did. Then this dude, Five, uh, who used to go by Drain, who was a Scribble Jam graffiti writer, is probably my favorite of all time. He was just fucking mind-blowing, doing bombing. I've never seen painting faces on telephone poles. And then Adnostam, who was the producer before he was really the producer for Cloud Dead and doing all his own shit. I mean, he was making beats on his uh, SP-202, but he was painting and drawing. And he was fucking brazenly, like, into it. Uh, And he would just do it. And he would just paint in front of me uh inspired like the 71 painting and shit that's one of the covers still on my wall over here but uh i just saw that and i was like i want to do it and then he was the one too that was he did music and he did the art for it um 
And then Yoni started doing that. And then I was like, I want to do that. I want to spend time. As I finish a record, I start looking at the world for what the square is mm-hmm. and the other squares and all that shit. And some of my eyes are better than others, but what the fuck are you going to do? Again, self-taught. I don't give a shit. You know, I think it represented <laughs> things well. Definitely unique in the greater scheme of hip hop at the time and music in general. Um, Cause I was a fan after working at Amoeba of cover art and art in general. So I, sort of stopped thinking about my rap record mm-hmm. and started thinking about my record in the store, you know? Yeah. So. One thing I've always been intrigued by is all the different anti-con, the old school, like, album covers, you know, and just the different weird little paintings or drawings that they had on the on the fronts of them. Always yeah, super, there was a, super artistic. Yeah, like a lot of doodling, yachty, a lot of yoni shit. Yeah. Um, you know, it was cool. And then I think, honestly, the thing that I saw in Anacon uh, all the way up until its end with artists like Bats or Young Fathers or The More Shallows or, you know, Serengeti, of course, is yeah. that it wasn't about rap. It was about bedroom music. Mm-hmm. We gave people a chance who made bedroom music, you know, and it wasn't this big thing until it was, you know, and a lot of people had to go to great lengths to, like, be dope in the bedroom. And we... Those people found us, we found them, we put their music out where we could. Um, and I think that was really what Anacon was to me, was a thing that the only barriers to entry were like being unique in yourself and something that impressed us, you know. And we had to grow to allow more people to be received by us. This all sounds very hippie the way I'm talking right now, but we literally did. Like at first we just loved rap. I worked at Amoeba. I showed everybody Boards of Canada. We started growing from yeah. there. Yoni liked some good music, but like Lamb Chop. But <laughs> I didn't. I'm not going to listen to that shit. You know, so it was, yeah. Um, so it's interesting, you know, and we just grew. Everybody grew their tastes, opened to more shit, started receiving things. Some things a hit and blended with our existing audience. Some things not so much. Uh, and, you know, I think it was like, it's definitely something I'm glad I was a part of was giving voice to people's voice. It is also something I will not do again. <laughs> yeah, you've made your mark, and we're very happy that you did. Uh, you definitely, someone that we looked up to, like we said, when we were younger, and uh, it was definitely when we heard, when I personally heard that music, I realized that this is, you know, like something that you could be a part of. It felt like a community. It mm-hmm. felt, you know, it felt different. It was just different. That's great to hear. I mean? Yeah. And so, did you guys go to Rico shows? Did you make it to any Rico's loft shows? No, we did not. I did no. not. Okay, those were just great. That was like the very beginning of Anaconda. Uh-huh. Were like horrible sound. Yeah, the we best, did a we did best. a cover night. Best. When it that sounds like shit, my, my favorite, favorite night ever. I went to a lot of Anticon shows, like in San Francisco, bottom of the hill, just small small little joints, bro. Like you know, that's the era. That's the era right after you know, and that was also great shows. Mm-hmm. And I think we were. Uh, you got better performances, I'll yeah. say that. Uh-huh. But you didn't get the ground floor. You know, it was we would like do a new routine every night, all of us. Yeah. And then we would bring up people from L.A., various Blowed members and other people. And then one time we did cover night and we all did covers and sold it all of uh, – it's not Don't Curse, but he did a posse cut, Heal. You know the posse cut heel with Queen Latifah and Miss Melody. And I don't think so. Has has like twelve rappers. It's like a self destruction predecessor. Okay. Came after that. Right. It's about healing. Has Karis one and okay. sold it everyone's verse. Uh, and Damn. but he only knew the lyrics for like two. <laughs> and it was just the funniest shit. I did fucking. I did um, 
Rampage uh, by EPMD with Kirby Dominant. And I had to be both members of EPMD, and he was just LL, and he fucking blanked on LL's verse. So I had to be LL too. Oh, no. It was just the best night, man. It was sloppy. AWOL did a fucking. What did AWOL? Oh, man. He killed it. It was so good. Circus was there. Out of the box shit, man. Out of the box shit. I remember a pedestrian was dressed up as like a a priest or whatever, and you're just like fucking going over the whole thing. Yeah, that was a time Brandon was on one. He So before that, Pedestrian would freestyle. They did this thing, Babylonians, where they would just freestyle, and he was white folks, and he would just serve you in the car. You'd, like, go piss in his apartment, and he'd push the door open and start serving you. He was, like, that, that like, being that character became Evangelist JB Best, mm-hmm. but it was he was merciless, man. Yeah. And it was so funny. Like I battled well, but I would just let him serve me because I would cry laugh because yeah. he was so good at this yeah. lost East Coast uh, white um, Craig Mack. I don't know. He was like old dirty meets Craig. I don't know what this character was, but it was something yeah. to, to get served by. Was- we, we have a buddy. Uh, we used to smoke weed and we'd be like, hey, he would he would mimic the pedestrian, you know, and we'd be like, hey, do the pedestrian, <laughs> do the pedestrian. And he would start doing it, you know, and we just start busting up, bro. Yeah, it was just awesome, you know. Oh, that's as, as that's we, so great. As we wind down here, man, um, what are you listening to these days? Like, you know, what do you find bumping in your car or what's inspiring oh, you? Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, right now the CD in the car is uh, Ultra, Big Time, Cool Keith and Tim Dog. Rest in peace, Tim Dog, my favorite. Yeah. The heart of hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. May you never die. Uh, and then uh, I listened to this year, Buck 65, King of Drums was mm. fucking phenomenal. Um Definitely. I love Billy Woods and Elucid. Yeah, all the nice. shit that they do. Uh, pretty much. I mean, you know, it goes without everybody does. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a joiner. I'm appreciator. You know, like all that backwood shit is yeah. like done right. Prem Rock and everyone and Curly, who I met briefly with a Logic, at a show in the Bay, and I never would have got to meet them. You know, uh, they're all the real deal. They're like cut from the cloth, doing it their way. Uh, deeply appreciative. I love Ka. Um, but that's been a while now. Uh, and I knew him from natural elements, but the new cause where it's at, uh, what else rap wise, uh, fat boy Sharif is great. I listened to, uh, you know, Jid is kind of fucking amazing. I can't hate. That's probably the shiniest popist. He's not that pop, but that there's a lot of shit that. I listen to him and I'm like, oh, this motherfucker is nasty. You know? <laughs> what do you think? And of, then, uh, what do you think oh, of, go ahead. What do you think of Kendrick Lamar? A lot of people are, uh, oh. you know, saying that he's like the, the top guy of his generation and the, the new Tupac kind of deal. Yeah. Kind of, sorry, yeah. Oh, Tupac. What, <laughs> the new Micah Nine? I don't know. He's not, uh, Tupac is garbage. He's definitely, he definitely is the guy of his generation, though. Um, I actually didn't. So when I started uh, styling, making cool music, there are other people that are doing it, namely like Latif, Lyrics Born, Gifted Gab, yeah. uh, the Blue guys, you know, um, Company Flow at the time, all these guys, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, I really actually, I didn't think that mainstream stalwarts would ever possess or be allowed to wield that kind of ownership and creativity at a maximal level and do what they fuck they want mm-hmm. 
and as a result, be unpredictably impressive and dope. Yeah. Um, and like I write off pop rap is just like it's like country. I'm a horrible person. If you put on country around me, I start freestyling over it and like whatever. Yeah. Yeah, over here. I do the same thing with rap. I can't handle it. It's too predictable. Yeah. Kendrick is not. Kendrick's amazing. Um I love it. I think he's a fucking win, man, for the greatest game of rap. I cannot say that about everything that is immensely popular. Kendrick is like someone where you would be like, oh, did this guy listen to Soul Sides and Anticon? And and the answer is no. But he's amazing. And he might as well have. But it's like the kids that I showed Latif. And then that afternoon, they're fucking styling. Um, yeah. It's a something that he tapped into, you know, and I think it's great because he's like around shit like the game, you know. Uh-huh. Which I know he'll beat me, he'll choke slam me, but <laughs> that shit is, is remedial. It's remedial. It's you know, it's yeah. like it's yeah. what it is. It's yeah. almost yeah. like Kendrick was at the good life at some point. You know what I mean? Like he could have been in that in that house and probably held his own fucking. You know what I mean? They wouldn't have. I think it's a, past the mic. Yeah, and it, it's important to remember that. Um, Every once in a while, you can just come out of the void and be as dope as the best that ever were. And if you have the right support around you and you can get recognized, it's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? It makes me think about all of the post-Micah Micahs that there are that nobody knew about. Mm. They got shot or dropped or a mechanic now. Because not everybody got Kendrick's twists, you know what I'm saying? Or mine, you know? So it's like... Yeah, I'm fucking down for that. I wish more shit was like that. That's why I love Jid. Cause I'm like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Something about, yeah, just like I don't know where that's coming from. I guess it's, sadly it's Eminem, but whatever it is, they're getting this chop thing, and they're yeah. like, let's do it. Yeah. They do it their own way. It, there's not much mainstream music I can stomach, but I can, I can, uh, you know, Kendrick Lamar is definitely yeah. better than most. Yeah, you, the, you lose me. You lose me when you talk Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, I'm just not a fan <laughs> of that at all. Oh, at what is it? What do What do you not like? There's, there's I always I one. Of, I don't like that he's trying to be so righteous and. So like, I oh, don't know. and so into, I feel the, that. In, into his people. And like I say, when I, when I say he's more of like a Tupac, he's trying to make a movement out of nothing. And I feel like he doesn't have a mm. lot to say for what he's been through. I don't know. I just don't see him as someone who's an underground hip hop artist or mm. not even that. I but, don't know. But not, not that at all. But I mean, I just know. doesn't have, I don't know, that, that sense of, Hey man, good luck. So, shots fired. Yeah. Shots hey, fired. Shots, there shots goes, fired. Shots fired. There goes our chance of ever getting Kendrick on yeah. this fucking yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. You got discourse. I mean, you know, I think it's relative. Um, I do think that like um, success is not. I'll just say this to what you said. Success is absolutely on the top ten list of things I don't respect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you can have it. It can ruin you if you have it, and it doesn't ruin you. That's the only positive effect of success on a creative wow. is that they have it and they're not walking with it like you owe them for it, or you don't. They don't need to explain themselves to you. It'll change you though. Creative. It'll definitely change yeah. you. Like uh, you know, people we know, artists we know, it changes them when they yeah. get super successful. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, and then it goes away too, which is fun because you get this. You know, it's a it's a moon phase. I'll say that much. Mm-hmm. Comes, you know? comes in waves. Well, something that doesn't come in wave yeah. is your constant and your uh, longevity in the hip hop game. And we really yeah, thank you yeah. for everything you've done for the culture and for underground hip hop and for you know everybody out here. And uh, we continue to support you and can't wait to hear some new music from you. And thank you so much for all your time tonight. We. Uh, you know, you very generous with your time on a Friday night. Didn't have to do that for us. And we thank you very Pleasure, much. Pleasure, y'all. That. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for appreciating it. Thank you for wearing the alias shirt. 
Thank you guys for being grounded and like uh, being someone I could talk to about this shit. So for sure. Means a lot. Yeah, we on, would, we, we would love to talk yourself. to you again about this sometime. Talk talk some more on the podcast sometime. In the Whatever. Future. Holler at your boy. We definitely will. We look forward to hearing more from you. Everybody give it up for Dose One. Hell Thank yeah. you, brother. Hey, don't stop making music anytime soon. Love the Freestyle Fellowship uh, shirt, bro. Yep. Yeah, this sweatshirt is off the hook. The hoodie. Let's go. All hey. right, bro. All right, guys. Have a good rest Have of your night, night, brother. Thank you for having me. Hell yeah. Peace. Peace, y'all. <laughs> All right. And there goes Meester Dose One. Hey. Nice guy, man. Like nice guy. Fucking nice game. guy. Bro. Holy uh, shit, uh, dude. A super nice guy. I mean, when I, I mean, I'm really talking about when <sighs> I heard Anticon for the first time. It was the first time I was like, what the fuck? This is. Yeah, it was weird. It was I, I know I heard it yeah. before Idea. I know yeah. I heard it before. I want to say I heard it before Atmosphere, but I might not have. When I hear when I, I might have heard uh, some overcast before I heard God or before I heard Anticon, but when I heard that, I I don't think I don't think because I've always said the first uh, Slug song I heard was Body Pillow. Yeah, yep. I don't think that song made me think like, oh my god, this is so much different as the first time I heard a fucking Dose One. You know what I mean? The first time <laughs> yeah, I've heard, heard that, that, I was yeah. like. Whoa! What and, the yeah. fuck? And you are were, we getting and into we were right extremely now? baked, probably yeah. at that time. Bl- blew me away. Nowhere, but, just blew blew me away. but that's yeah. what we're talking about—making an impact and making oh, a dent yeah. in in the industry. And fucking, for better or for worse, they did that shit. I'll tell oh, you right now, they fucking, changed everything. And it's something changed that we'll, I'll never forget. You know, here and here. The bottom of the hill like show. Was I there when we saw idea? Uh, the idea. Yeah, yeah. 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 He yeah. called up Dos One. He called him by shout out to Dos One. He called him by his government name, Adam. Trucker, Adam I want to say, and uh, he just fucking called him on up, and they started fucking freestyling, man, back and forth. It was I don't so know how sick. your memory is that good. My memory's not that good. I could be there, and shit. I just don't remember. Because Dos know? One, for one, one of my favorite artists of all time, just yeah. I, he's always blown me away. And then Idea, one of Idea's last shows, this was a, a I just remember him screaming moment, on the floor, moment. laying on his back, yelling. Yeah, so that's sure. what I remember. I mean, there was a the number, of, yeah. you know, like that show was just wild in general, man. A lot of fucking. Isn't it crazy to say, like, when people say. I wish I could have been there. I wish I could have been there. Yeah. We, we were there. That's, we were that's kind of weird, you know. We were there. It's 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 uh, humbling that we were a part of you know hip hop history. Maybe we you just, didn't know. Maybe you didn't know that part, you, you were there part. at the time. It was going to be anything, but being there now and looking back, you're like, man, that that was pretty crazy. It was that somewhat, you could be there. It's something. It's something. Somewhat big. niche. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was different. Very very niche. It was very. special. Uh, not not everybody knew about it, and like Brandon was saying, and, and Dose was saying, a lot of community. It was like a community. You know, yeah. it was a special little tight tight community. Knit, very tight knit because that not many people were a part of the man. ciphers before the fucking before the shows were always tight. Like, For sure, people would gather around. Freestyle yeah. with just the beats with the DJs playing on. Uh, yeah, yeah, was, was, yeah, super fun. Super I was watching fun a video of uh, <laughs> Sage Francis has been posting these short clips of him. He's uh, in a, in a cipher like during the show. Though oh, yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. fucking yep. like people rapping on stage, and he's they're going in the crowd, and it's just fucking great. And know? it's great because right. it's <laughs> shitty quality. That's yeah, the shitty yeah. quality that I'm looking for. But you know, he's still killing it at the same time. Oh, can I just say that. Every time I kind of get down on doing the podcast every once in a while, I'm like, Uh oh, man, it's a lot of work. What are we doing? What the fuck's going on? Mm -hmm. Then I talk to somebody that I grew up in Idol, and it's so enjoyable, and I just am like, that was so fucking cool. That was so fucking cool. That just, like, sparks the creative. Puts it back in it. It's just like he was talking about when he 
would hear somebody that was dope or fucking yeah. sit creatively. It was like I wanted to write right mm-hmm. there. I yeah. wanted to grab the pen and start fucking writing. Steel sharpens steel. I mean, that that alone for sure would, would spark you to want to do something more yeah. creative. But just being moment. able to talk to somebody like that that we've looked up to and he's yeah, just so sure. cool as fuck. Yeah, and just super like, chill. Down to earth. God uh, damn it. That was dose one that we just fucking cheers talked to. That. to that. Dose motherfucking one. And, uh, Congratulations. Dude. Hey, thank dose you once that. again. And that, that, that man is a really good... Not just a great artist, not just a great, great rapper, but he's great a great dude. dude. And yeah. we, that's at Milk Crates and Microphones. You can't stand it. We, 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 we had a lot of milkheads writing in over here asking, what does those think of Harry Mack? And I didn't want to cut oh, him off. Uh, what does those think of Robert fucking Crusoe and Mush? And then a lot of people <laughs> saying, Mush stuff. Yeah, a lot of people saying R.I.P. Bren. You know what I mean? For so, sure. You know, shout alias, out to the milkheads. Alias, shout out. Shout out to the milkheads. Listen, we didn't want to get too much into the comments. Into. Even though we kind of did, Matt did with the Kendrick Lamar putting him down. We we don't really want to get into like a position <laughs> where somebody has to talk shit on people. Yeah, so yeah, I don't want to yeah, ask those questions. Not I'm not fucking Dateline NBC. So if you want to see that interview, go somewhere else. We're just gonna sit here and have a cool conversation. Let about, him talk. Let him tell. tell us, I want him yeah. to tell us stories about mm-hmm. the history yeah, yeah. of hip hop and what For she sure. did. Because once again, this is some groundbreaking like. Yeah. A sure. point in hip hop that made a turn in uh, the underground industry that also had an effect on the mainstream industry as well because it really turned the curve yeah. for some artists in the it mainstream. It let you be as well. you, kind of. It let you kind of just <clears throat> release your creativity. I mean, for sure. A totally different style than what you're used Once to. Once again, shout out Dose One. Thank you again. Shout out to uh, Dose that's a, One. That's a legend right there. Yeah, and for sure. Us being from Northern California, that shit was heavenly, heavily put onto us. Like, yeah. For sure. Oh, this is Bay Area fucking yeah, underground yeah. hip hop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's like legends. Mm-hmm. How did it even? It's come like high row, and it's like anti con. Yeah, and that how was for me the it? three. Yeah, for sure. Me too. How did you find it though? When I remember hearing some of us. Yeah. How did that? Where did that come? Who had the? Who had the? One hot broken into. I know how though. That's the crazy thing. Like, I don't know. It's just weird, you know. Mask like hands and mini flies, man. I would feel like it would just when you look up weird things, it comes with it. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, somehow we uh, got invited into that community, and thank God. And Thank God we did, But yes. also, talking to people like Dose One and doing interviews like this, it's keeping that community going. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. keeping the community Keep, Keeps going. the heartbeat alive. Keeps it stronger. Yeah, I, I don't want it to going. die. I, don't, I know, because it is, like we've talked about, as people make more music, and music becomes, because he just talked about it. When you're an artist, you're just sponging you're not stealing, but you're sponging in a bunch of styles around yeah. you to create, to develop your one own. style, yeah, develop right? Your own, yeah. You're picking now, up. Now, as music becomes more bad, uh-huh. as it progressively worsens, these new rappers are sponging all this trash, mm-hmm. and they're and just going to spew just trash. out they're trash. They're trash. Yeah, right. That's what happens. Yeah. Isn't this what's happened? This is the evolution. I, I mean, yeah. I guess that's an interesting question we probably should have asked there. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, if you want to come ask some fucking questions <laughs> on my podcast, you can come over and ask some questions. If still sharp and still trash probably makes trash worse. No, I, I'm just saying. You know, like he uh, had a good point of like you do sponge in a bunch of people's styles. Like for me, I I take a bunch off of a lot of people, like Idea yeah. and them, Eli and for some sure. fucking for sure. Sage and some Slug mm-hmm. and some of this for sure. Like I like you're gonna take that and mush your own style. Yeah, I think that's okay. And as trash becomes around you and if you absorb trash if you're a sponge and you're absorbing dirty yeah. water you're going to spew out dirty water yeah you're toxic you only got toxic <laughs> shit around you so that's very Jeez. true very true this is beat. not good the future that's what i'm saying the future but just like joe rogan has said uh on his podcast many times is uh soft times 
create hard, hard men, men hard men, men create no, soft times i, I think it, no, <laughs> I, don't know. I think i think it's hard times create hard men soft times create no no you fucked something it already like that yeah it's, but i know what you mean yeah okay just like that i think it's reciprocal it's gonna cycle yeah. back right so yeah. like it's making trash music but at some point it's gonna I don't think that I don't think that resides to music. I think it just resides to hard motherfuckers. No, out there. it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna recycle back. It's gonna make a full circle. Everything's reciprocal. Is it, I, I don't know something like that. Soft times equal hard men. Uh, hard circle. men make soft people or something like that because they didn't have to work so hard after they came and all that. I get you what know you're exactly saying. I know I know, I know what you're talking. Put a beat about. on. Let's do our thing. You know, Wanna freestyle. Yeah, let's freestyle. Okay, in in light of having a freestyle legend in Dose One, because. W- Sig so fucking great. One of Sig's always so good. Great at interviewer. Questions. Great interviewer. Sig's awesome. I fucking look up to this guy. They call him Siggy. Siggy the interviewer. So we good. do our homework. Siggy views. But Sig with the uh, with the the video of Dose One teaching. I saw that video years ago. Yeah. Probably like six years ago. I watched mm-hmm. that video. Right. And yeah. he, of him at the school, and he's fucking rapping. He's freestyling, so and, and the kids are fucking progressively getting better. You yeah. can tell. That and just one, and just a like couple he of said, them are he's shy. like one session. These kids got fucking better. They're yeah. styling. They started styling. Like a couple of them are shy. Don't even want to awesome. go. And he's like, all right, who's gonna go? And then all of a sudden, a little kid goes. He's like, all right, this is, you know, that's, that's tight. Pick some balls. You got some beats. What kind of beat you want to listen to? Uh, oh shit! Should I take it and hand shit. it back? Now, now, uh, hey, now, now the the choice is mine. Let me ask you and this I, though. What? Before we go, yeah. What are the top five beverages in the whole world? That's what you want to know. I just want to know real quick. What do you think? Okay, time out, time out. Are we talking? Specific brands? No, or are we talking we're talking like a like just beer, like, water. Yes, okay, simple. Okay, Top five: water, one. Okay, number two, whiskey. Mm, it's not on the list. What do you mean it's not on the list? It's just not there. Like there's a list, you know. What I I'm mean? making my own list. Oh, right yeah, now. go for it. Go for it. Okay, water, water is one. Whiskey for sure. Whiskey's two. It's been around since day one, I would say. Beer is three. Okay, that makes me sound like a real booze bag, but it's, it's, it's there. Beer it's just because I like things. those. Mm-hmm. I want them to be there. And I don't drink like sodas and stuff, so no soda for me. Red Bull. So what the hell? That's like that's crazy. Red Bull's in there. Red Bull, yeah. the original? Are we're talking about like we're talking OGs. This here. is you know what I'm thinking in my head. What we're saying top five. I'm thinking like you can only have five for the rest of your life. The rest of your life, shit. yeah. That's rest of your life, time shit. Yeah, for sure. Red Bull's on there. Bro. Okay, okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like I, I gotta I have it. a Red Bull. Uh, I get it. I get it. And then you drink coffee. I don't drink coffee. That's why my Red Bull's there. Coffee, There's yeah. my Red Bull. You drink coffee? I have to get through the day with coffee. I don't. I don't. That's ever how I start coffee. my day. Crazy. You know what? That's how I start it. Wait. You gotta have something to mix with the red with orange the, juice. <laughs> with the whisk, what, whiskey. What? Orange juice. Whiskey. <clears throat> gotta have a Coke. Okay. Gotta have a Coke. Okay. God damn it. They say the top five is on like that's like a according sci- to who? Who's sci- sci- this? Is scientific shit? Like what scientific they said. Shit. The top five drinks in the whole world yeah. are water, Bill Nye, tea, coffee, orange juice, and beer. Those are the top because yeah, they're all because they're all water based. That's a very good list. They I'm say, not arguing. Yeah, that they list say they're all, all. water based list. is why because water, water is in tea, water's in coffee, water's in orange juice. If you make large gallons of it, and water is in beer, so well, they're saying it's like water based stuff. You know, so yeah, yeah. 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 How about you? Um, what can't you live without? Definitely coffee. Definitely water. Mm. Um, water's my one. Yeah, water's number one. <sighs> I drink so much water. It's I mean. I love fruit punch. Too. Gotta, gotta have the. You one. make a real fruit punch or, or like a Hawaiian fruit punch. I buy this certain one from the store. Sim- you know what real fruit Hawaiian punch. fruit punch is? The one with the little fucking Indian. Uh, what is it? Pog. What's pog? Pog, pog is the, the little, the little tiny little drink covers. No, 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 no. Pog is just a. T- 
type of juice is made in Hawaii? Where did where did we used to get those Pog little juices? It's pomegranate, orange, and guava. Sounds oh, great. Fire. Do you, have any, do you have any nonfiction beats? Okay, you want nonfiction beats? That's is what it, you want? Is Hold that on. Too, is where that where did hard? you used to get those little juices when we were little? Little, little? little, like, look like a milk carton, but it wasn't. It had a little a silver thing you peeled off the top. The, a juice box? Yeah, no, no, no. It wasn't a juice box. Okay. It was like a little like a little plastic carton. Like, it looked like an orange juice plastic carton, and you uh-huh. peeled the silver oh, off yeah, the top, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you'd sip Th- it. That's just straight sugar, sugar yeah, fucking juice. Yeah, where did used to get It's like those? colored. Where each one's different yeah, colors. Yeah, where did we get those? Orange, sugar, red, blue. Water. That's soda water. Right? Sugar, water. That's what it is. People would be like, I'm drinking water. This is like a Kool-Aid. A sh- a yeah, it was a Kool-Aid. Thank you guys for joining us. Friday. You're still watching us on YouTube. Thank you very much for joining us. Once again, thank you to our guest tonight, Dose One, the legendary Dose sure. One. Dose, the dose, one dose. and only Dose One, the founder of Anticon, Dose One. He is the man. Oh, yeah. Uh, really had a good time chatting it up with him. Look forward to chatting up with him again. Yeah, fuck yeah. On to some other stuff. Yeah. Uh, you guys know this. I got something for you What's guys. What, what, you got? Got? what do you got? What you got? <laughs> I found out something weird. And I just scroll across my YouTube, and I think that's going to trip you guys out a little bit. Okay. But I need you guys to stay with me. All right. Okay. So Adam Sandler. You know who Adam Sandler is. Of course. Of course. We love Adam Sandler. Been watching right? a lot of Sandler flicks lately. We love Sandler, right? Longest Yard. So a lot of Sandler's movies that he wrote, like Billy Madison. You're saying they all go together? Is that where <laughs> we're going? Happy, happy, happy Gilmore. Gilmore. No, 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 no. Wedding Singer. The love interest is VV. The name's... Our Valley Vicentor, oh, fucking Valley Victoria, Victoria, fucking something V. It's like really? they're all VV. What was Drew Braymore's really? name in Twenty First Dates? I don't 50, know if 50, she 50 fits that. Date. I don't know if she fits this one, but a lot of them are. Look up a lot of Adam Sandler and Love Interest, Love Interest being names. VV. Yeah. Then also a lot of his movies that he writes, his name is a five letter word that ends in Y. Bobby, Billy, Billy, Sunny, Sunny. Yeah. Come something else. Well, Veronica Vaughn. What is Veronica he? Virginia Vanette uh, or Vanette? <laughs> what is Vicky he in? That's my boy. What's his name? And that's my boy. Valerie Varan. I don't think he wrote that one. They're movies that he wrote. Oh, okay, oh. okay, okay. What's that all about? I don't know. The VV. So and tell the me again, VV. Vicky Valancourt. What is it? Is it because VV put together is a W? Mm-hmm. Does a W mean something? No, no, no. Okay, so this is what else I heard. What is the W so, for? The I don't know. Listen, two Vs next to each other. I don't no, know. I get it. I get I it. But no, somebody w? said this in a script when a script is sent around. In the script before the uh, a female gets a name, uh-huh. it's just W. And then when it gets a name um, before a specific name, it'll be split into two VVs really? for some reason. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, it works out. Works yeah, out. So that is a thing. okay. So Pretty now easy. here's another one though. Mm-hmm. Five letter word. V is the Roman numeral for five. Yeah. So V I C K Y. No, 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 no. <laughs> Vicky, not the Vickies, but oh, the yeah. Bobbies are that. fives, right? Yeah. But V's are the Roman numeral for five, right? Uh huh. And what is he in? What also, is he in here, Daddy? get this though. In, well, I guess not everyone. But well, what's <laughs> his Nikki, name? In Big Nikki. Daddy. I'm what about Nikki? I'm jumping down a rabbit hole. Why? But what is he in Big Daddy though? Uh, I don't know about Sunny. Sunny, yeah, he's uh, Sunny. Yeah, yeah. Five letter word in Hawaii. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Huh. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. What's up with that? Fuck and Vicky song. and all the VVs. What's huh. up with all the VVs? We, we found your secrets, Adam Sandler. We're gonna make a movie. We're gonna now. expose. We're gonna this. make what a is movie. This? What is I don't this? Know. There is some articles written about it. Did too, he though. sell like his soul to looking. get famous? You know how they say they the, do. I mean, it could happen. And these are <laughs> his movies, and he had to do these little things because mm. they're like subconsciously trying to 
drill something into the masses? Would what, you sell yours for what, the money? What does that do? At that point in time, would you sell yours for I don't for know. I don't know. In-game SIG, <laughs> yeah. and I don't know who they are, but... What's he going to do? But i like to know who I they, mean, what they are thinking. thinking. Is, it, is it not weird that he this is He just happens weird? to make a huge fucking contract, multi-million deal, deal with Netflix. I love the hands. Like the hands always huge, sell me. When he gives me the hands and the fingers and the head claps, he's in. All of a sudden, he made a huge comeback, bro. Yeah, of course Kind of, sort of. Murder mystery. How many movies does that man have? Best movie he has is uh, Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems is amazing. That's okay. a great drama. A great drama. Great drama. But going back to that, like it is weird that a lot of his movies for that sure. he wrote, he has VV, uh-huh. you know, VVs yeah. for. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, I didn't think about and it. And then either. the five letter with the Y's that hit me, and mm-hmm. I was like, this man is on to some some numbers. He's in the numbers. He's in the numbers. He's in the fives. He's in the fives. In the fucking. Give me V's. all the V's. Veronica Vaughn, Virginia Bennett. That's the girl on the lawnmower. Go Happy go. Who's the girl on the lawnmower? Vicky Valencourt. Vicky Valencourt. Vicky Valencourt. Mama Valerie Varan. That's in Little Nikki. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Violet Van Patten. Pixels. Violet Valentine. Hubie Halloween. V I O L E T. I think Violet's longer than six, right? No, no, those aren't the five. Oh, his. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So his like name. <laughs> well, what are their numbers? Also, his names also end with a Y. Billy, Happy, Sunny, Bobby, Nikki, and they're Danny, all five Sandy, letters. Tommy. Five letters. All five letters. And all of them Bobby, are Nikki, five, Ronnie, Tommy, Johnny. All of them are five letters. <laughs> they all didn't point that out, but all of them are five letters. All of them. And V is Hubie. A, Hubie. Hubie. <laughs> yeah, and the, the Halloween movie? Yeah, he's and Hubie. five yeah. is the Roman. V is the Roman numeral for five. What do, you, what do you think? I think, how, I think Howard. I think he's into Matt, it. That's what I'm asking. That's I think Howard. I'm asking you. Howard and Uncut Gems, they call him Howie. Right, like, H O W I E. That's five. It's but five. I-E is different. It's not. Or H O W I. But it's still ending in a I-E. Y sound. Yeah. H O W Y is Howie. Maybe it's E Y. I don't know. E Y would be too many. It's got to be H O W Y. H O W Y. H O W Y. Well, I said W is too. Maybe he don't care as long as it sounds like a Y, like E or I E. I think H O W I E. He wants that E sound at the end. That long E. That long E. Yeah. He wants that long E. I don't know, man. So what's it, the E mean? The E. See, the Y isn't really an E. What's the, the E? Five? Oh, maybe that's I what the it's secret. The five. It's I think it's more number. E. I think it's, it's always number. been it's all, the E. It's always been the Y. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is quite the hole we're going down. It was never the. No. This is the Saturn. What do they call the Sandler universe? I don't know. I I just when it hit me, I was just yeah. like when I I seen it. Sandler verse. I seen somebody yeah, say yeah. that, and then I dove into some comments. You know, I did a a B sick thing where I started deep diving, and then I was like. This is insane. It really all like lines up. Why is this yeah. happening? Yeah, yeah. But I did find people on the Reddit thread that were throwing out the in the scripts that get sent around. Mm-hmm. Um, an unlabeled female is just W, yeah, and then yeah. once it gets VV. a name, it's turned into VV. They split it for some reason. I don't it's probably easier for him to do that. I don't, I don't understand know. Hollywood. Yeah, man. Writing, yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. Or just scripts. being an asshole and being like, well, if they're VV, I was giving the VV name. You know, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Very cool though. I think something you guys should look into Definitely if you're watching. Hole. Go ahead and look into that. I think you should be like I to think dive you into could stuff. go down that hole more. And VV could be anything. Victoria Valenzuela, <laughs> fucking uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Veronica, yeah. fucking what's her name on uh, Velipo, Veronica fuck far. Yeah. yeah, anything you want, man. You be Vaughn. Von Vigfried. What was your? Von Vigfried. Brandon <laughs> <laughs> Vry. <laughs> what would be the V that you would come up for your love interest? Give me Von Vigfried. That's your love interest? Von Vigfried. It's a tranny. It's a She's tranny. a tranny. Her name is Von Vigfried. Well, that's on par with the I'm fucking hard, uh, with the field. Uh, there you go. Valencia. Uh, Valenzuela. Yep, I like no. that. She's a, she's an Italian. <laughs> she's I would Italian go with. 
Uh, Von Vigfried. <laughs> uh, Veronica is the one, right? Yeah, for sure. Veronica, Veronica is a hot is name. The one. Yeah, super hot. Yeah, Veronica would be the one. Or Vicky. Vicky's a hot name too. I mean, it just depends, you know. Vicky, but he used those ones. Yeah, he so Veronica. I'd smart. say Veronica. Yeah, Veronica. yeah. I remember you were talking about the other Happy Madison uh, world or universes. Uh, Happy Verse or yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Uh, They're all combined, like the so. Uh, Mr. Cheezel was it? Yeah, or? Mr. Cheezel. <laughs> no, that was a lie, though. That was a lie. <laughs> they said that it's true. They we said broke it. Good. it. They said we it could true. Well, I kind of looked it up though, and some people are saying the same shit. No, no, yeah. no. Like, there's a re re research. Okay. And it was a bullshit. It's, it's all a scam. Huh? So His what would it be though? It, it would be him going and being an ex hockey player that had his caddy. Uh, as he became a pro golfer, as he gave, set his caddy up to be a game uh, designer. Cause At he this fool that's him. a retired golfer that yeah. has a fucking. And now he, after he told him to ride the yep. pony. All, all of his no, golf money. Fucker. All of his golf money he turned around and made a game. Name. Made Listen, a game thing. Time out. Sig, we can break this. Yeah, Happy Gilmore. Please. What's his but name? Mr. Cheezle, Mr. Cheezle would is, be his gamer tag. What was his name? Mr. Cheezle is not his gamer tag. But it could be, though, if he's making a game thing. Mr. Cheezle. I mean, I, I mean, people have gamer tags all the time that are just he's not names. the same person. I'm just saying. It's not the same character. We're we're pretending. We're pretending right now. Okay. And then and then he made the he the made the character. game thing, and now he gave him that, and then he uh, happy moves out. He's in New York now. Okay, he's got okay. A new here's kid. also here's also the other one that we debunked it because we debunked okay. it on this show. We debunked it with the bum's name, or sorry, the homeless or the displaced. <laughs> the bum's <laughs> name. The so he's a bum. The displaced man. <laughs> uh, the Lieutenant dis- Dan. <laughs> 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 the place man that was playing the oh, no, caddy home, on home, Happy he's, Gilmore. He's like, hi. And he's home free. Yes, yeah, <laughs> but he's not Lieutenant Dan, but home I free. thought he was Lieutenant Dan. The home free Dan. man that was the caddy on uh, Happy Gilmore. We looked at his name, and his name is different from the name of the guy, yeah. the gamer. Hey, but what is Lieutenant Dan's name, and what is his name? <laughs> it's, more believable, it's more believable <laughs> that that guy became a fucking limo driver in the 80s yeah. than he is fucking we the so, gamer in the fucking listen, 2000s. We were so fucked up that night. I, you know I, who the limo driver I in the 80s I mentally thought who? who? Wedding Crashers. Come on, guys. Keep up. The wedding. He's the bum. Oh. He's the driver in Wedding Crashers Snyder? and then he's also the gamer in the 2000s. It's Am more I, believable that he went back in time than it is that yeah. he's in the 2000s. So you're telling Let's me. Let's just keep up with my fucking sophisticated <laughs> quite, goat jokes. So you're telling Conundrum. me that he isn't Lieutenant Dan <laughs> And he's not in Reservoir Dogs. No. And he's fucking not in Fargo. And he's not. Looks like the same fucking guy. Steve Buscemi is that guy. Steve Buscemi's crazy eyes. Gary Sinise. Yeah, Gary Sinise and Steve Buscemi are the same guy. Like there's no, there's no good hand in hand. Same man. Yeah. uh, Well, maybe they play doubles. I'm telling you, we were fucked up in the in the old podcast, and you guys, I was like, dude, he is Lieutenant. I'm the one that was all. You were like, he said something about. Steve Buscemi, and I was like, dude, that guy's a fucking legend. Like, think about it. He was Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> you were like, you were like, yeah, yeah fuck, fuck yeah, he was Lieutenant Dan. Is this fool stop for a second? He goes, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he looks just like Lieutenant Dan. What do you think about their... Uh, we make- were on a roll that night. No, dude. Definitely on a roll that night. Definitely. What do you think about they're uh, going to be making an eight-mile TV show? Uh, 50 Cent get, got the okay like from it. Eminem. Oh, uh, uh, 50's in on it. 50's, 50's M, the one M's that's it, making it. M's supposedly going to be behind the scenes giving him insight on Detroit. No, I don't like it. Oh, you know who's playing Eminem? 
Who, who's the fucking rapper? MGK? No, the other guy. That, <laughs> remember we watched him, the fake Eminem. Who, oh, no, no, you're lying. Wait, what's the name? You what's, are what's lying. GGK? No. No. Who's yeah, the, no. Uh, fucking yeah, the, Little Windex. Windex. Little Windex is going to be playing Eminem. Is this true? Is this true? This has got to be true. I mean, who else are you going to get to So it's a bullshit. Who else are you going to get? son of a bitch. Who else are you going to get? But I'm not going to let the truth get in the way of a good story. And if that is, hey, it'd be good. It'd be a good idea. It'd be a good idea. Yeah. I mean, come on. Why not? Uh, uh, my uh, dick and ditches. My dick is in there while I'm doing dishes. <laughs> I mean, hey. It's in there, man. I, I'd, I'd be in. I'd be in. Hey, for sure. I'd probably be more in into the show, I think, if Lil If Wind he was Dex in, was yeah, for sure. For sure. I, uh, I could Shady. see it. I could see it. Could you imagine him acting as Slim Shady the whole time, what though? Uh, fuck, I don't know. No, I can I see mean, it. I mean, well, he's so much already doing the character in these videos. Why he not wants just, to fight. I <laughs> won't do that, right? <laughs> why not just dive in completely? I mean, might as well go full heads in as Eminem, you know? Why, why not just dive in completely? I don't know. Slip, fell, landed on my elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. All that's good. Put well. the basketball court up as the background. Shit. There we go. Now we're hooping. 50, Hoop dreams, 50 baby. 50 Cent and Dr. Dre are reuniting we'll for an album. On the floor. It's all blurry. It's the blurs. Uh, Fifty Cent and Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre are reuniting for an album. What have they what? ever? Have they, what, what album did he do before? He just cu- he made what's it called for him? I don't uh, know if they ever did an album together, but they've uh they've had like songs together or whatever. He didn't do anything within the club and shit like that, did he? On his first, none of that, right? No, was Dre had to be someone involved. Aftermath was he not making those beats? I don't know. Who yeah? Who produced for Fifty Cent? Uh, is that Get Rich or Die Trying? No, is it? No, that's the second album. The first one is uh uh uh, uh what's Many Men on? What is that on? Uh, Get Rich or Die Trying. Is it Get Rich or Die Trying? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so, huh? With the with Get him Richard with the with the shot with the glass broken behind him. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Dr. Dre did produce it. So so did he made the beats or he produced? He it? produced. Okay, there you go. So what beats? He was behind the whole thing. It looked like it. Looked well, that's great. awesome that they're gonna get together and make another thing. I mean, best song on that album, Many Men. Many men, many, 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 yeah. many men. I told you that's, that was my uh, my sports Brian moment of the year last great year. Great song, great song. <laughs> was Brian Robinson after getting shot coming out to Fifty Cent? He comes. It, can we watch the video? Give yeah, it to yeah. me. Let's watch the video. Give it to me. Okay. I'm gonna grab myself a drink. Get it. All right. What what uh what you got on the the list here for uh, the video? Okay, so. <laughs> Brian Robinson, rookie running back for the Washington Redskins. Uh-huh. Uh, before the season, he like he gets drafted. He has a great preseason. He's mm-hmm. going to be the starting running back right before week one. He gets mm-hmm. shot. He gets robbed and gets shot in the knee. And they think that his season's done. You know, they don't yeah. even know. You know, yeah. who knows what's even going to happen at first? Yeah. <clears throat> Dude makes a full recovery. Comes back. Comes to play week ten or something like that, mm-hmm. and comes out. At home and at, in Washington for the Commanders comes out of the tunnel, smoke blaring, and the DJ hits the song and it's many men. Okay, many, 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 many. He comes out like this. Wish death palm. So he got Long shot at. Crime. Watch this. He got shot in the knee. They tried to kill that fool. Stole that fool. Man, shit. Man. Who shot him? They ever catch the guys? Because you know he knows who did it. That's how the hood works. He knows who shot him, but he don't say nothing if he's a real. Probably. Von Vigfried with the big tits tonight. <laughs> that song's hard as fuck, though. Like, for real, hard. Yeah. 
20 years old, just got shot coming out for the first time on the NFL. The hardest thing is that people that shot him are watching it. They're like, motherfucker, dude. That's true. That's crazy to think. Like, it's wild. Oh, where's death? Dude, it's so sick. Super hard. I give um, it that. What's your Super Bowl pick of uh, at this point? What do, what do you think? Uh, so we made picks in the beginning of the yeah. year. I can't even remember what they were. I said Steelers, I, Packers. I did say. Uh, I said. I said Tampa Bay Niners. I, I said Steelers. No, that's no, 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 no. I said Dolphins Niners. Dolphins. Yeah, Dolphins, Dolphins Niners. Niners. Sure. I said Tampa Bay would take Niners in like the playoffs. They wouldn't take us, but we take them on. At this point, who's in the Super Bowl? Who are the two teams? My Super Bowl pick for the 20 and 22 season. Now that we're in the playoffs, I'm going to go Chiefs Vikings. Chiefs winning this. Bills Jaguars. Chiefs Vikings, huh? <laughs> I think I you want to know my thoughts, Sig, and you could call me. Yeah, yeah. On Sunday, Vikings? and you could kick me in. They're the, a sham. Bro. You could kick me in the they're balls all you not, want. They're a sham. Okay, the Vikings could be a sham, but you kick me on balls all you want. <laughs> yeah. I think the Niners lose to the Seahawks this weekend. I know. It's I have a weird. I have a weird feeling about it. But you could call me when fucking Big Cock yeah, Brock. Yeah. <laughs> when Big Cock Brock throws for four fifty <laughs> and four tutties. Bro, no. You could call me and kick me in the balls. McCaffrey all day, baby. McCaffrey all day. So you think they're gonna lose? You think they're gonna lose too? I just have a weird feeling. Watch McCaffrey go up. Go up. I have a weird feeling that this. Watch Debo. Watch Debo on the outside. This Pete Carroll ran. Geno Smith turnaround year. Mm. Seahawks are just on this run, and they're just like, there's something behind if it. If they did, I'd be so. And then coming to San Francisco, what do you got? Final score on that game? It's gonna be a close they game. Blowing them out. Close, close game. game. Low scoring. Maybe you know, like over under thirty eight. I might take the over on that. Uh, I, I would probably say like twenty one seventeen Seahawks. That's a small, that's a small little gap. Win by a fucking, you know, you little something, something over mm-hmm. here, a little fucking field goal, you know, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you got? But I wouldn't be surprised. Listen to this. Uh-huh. I also wouldn't be surprised because this is probably how it should go. Uh-huh. Big Cock Brock throws four fifty and four tutties, and they win thirty-five to six. You think so? Thirty-five huh? to six. I mean, shit, that'd be, that'd be nice. I don't know if it's gonna be that much of a blowout, but that would be cool. Yeah, I can <laughs> see your guys' defense completely yeah, killing is, Geno Smith yeah, our and shutting monstrous. that motherfucking so what do you whole thing down. But I could also see a few mistakes. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy throws a fucking interception, yeah. strip sack fumble, uh, you know, a, a kick return for a touchdown, mm-hmm. some some weird shit, and all of a sudden it's twenty one seventeen, and the Niners are just like. Well, whatever. We did what we could with the seventh round, Mr. Irrelevant uh-huh. quarterback. Look at we shouldn't even be here, and we did this. And everyone's like, yeah, the Niners are cool, and Shanahan gets I'm a gonna pass. Let Seahawks, Shanahan gets a pass again. I'm going to let Seahawks get 10. They'll, they'll get 10 points on the board. Niners, 21. 21-10, final score. 21-10. Game tomorrow. 21-10. How you're feeling, huh? Call yeah, me Super and Bowl, kick me in the nuts Super if Bowl, Chiefs. 49ers rematch from a few years ago. That's this Sunday, And huh? Niners go over this time. <laughs> that Sunday? With Big Cock Brock? Yes. Dude, I just well, don't with, know and how with, he and with Christian McCaffrey and Tebow. Fucking, I just don't Debo, know. Uh, I don't know how a rookie quarterback can go into a Super Bowl and actually do it. I know. With the I know, but it was, with what goes with, around with that. what he has alongside him. It's it's what he has. But alongside also, him. I understand that. But Come also, going against a Shit. team that Ayuke. a team you're talking about going Jennings. against a Chiefs team that has been there Kittle. multiple times in the past four Use years. check. You've checked. <laughs> Experience of the moment. Listen to how different a uh, uh, Super Bowl is to a, just a regular NFL game. I know it's a lot of it's pre-game different, it's different is energy. fucking an different, hour long. Different. Yeah, it's the grueling. half time is an hour and a I half. I hate playoffs. Long. Hour and a half when you're there. They're timeouts and 
commercial breaks are fucking way longer. It's is way Super Bowl harder. Really an hour and a half when you're there. Yeah, is the it really? Time. It doesn't seem like it's that long. <clears throat> yeah, it takes a, it takes a while. Yeah, that's the thing too. So everything's more slow paced. There's no gotta, momentum. You Jay Z perform. They do that and all that. It's shit. all the commercials breaks are way NFL, longer. Dude, NFL in general is catered to TV time. Oh, for sure. At so that, at like, that point. you can tell that they try to stretch the time in between. Well, you got commercials. Commercial People breaks, try to put commercials like, that they've never all, seen before. Everyone's always dying for what commercials being played. It's interesting. Yeah, so yeah. somewhat already, it's. Not not like uh, controlled, but kind of. Who's playing this year? Elements, there. you know. Who's playing the Super Bowl this year? We don't, like, like music. No, no, music. About. Music. Oh, Halftime. Uh, Rihanna. Really? Rihanna Riri. only? Is it only Riri? Right. And I heard Chris Brown's coming for a special. Oh, he's coming. He's going to fuck up. They're going to do a smash hit. He's going to do a smash hit on her. <laughs> Their classic smash hit. Uh, but yeah, Riri, Riri, Riri is doing it. Yeah, yeah. Is this a fact or are you fucking around? I'm thousand pretty. Are you know me? And so I'm Chris Brown's around? coming out for the smash fucking smash hit fucking remix they got. There huh? you go. Yeah, Rihanna. They, Rihanna just released her. Only uh, Rihanna though? There's no one else? No. Uh, Last year they had like five, six people out Rihanna there. Rihanna post Malone. I feel like every year there's always like two or three people at least. But this is yeah, only Rihanna. They just huh? released a trailer for it. Yeah, she did. She's trying to. She's teasing. Teasing the people. She look like shit now again, or is she back to looking cool? Cause she just had her baby. She looked. I don't know. I think foul. she's always. Was she? I don't know. Yeah, I think look. people are always thinking she's. I always looking. thought she's she had pretty. a weird looking face, looking. kinda. You know. She's uh. She does have a I guess unique face, but yeah, yeah mischievous. Sure. I think or something. What do you call it? Mischievous. Nah, she's not up to nothing. Bitch <laughs> 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 ain't up to nothing. But she I a weird she, looking face. She's dark. <laughs> she's into. Illuminati rituals. I don't know. It seems like she's real. She's mischievous. Drinking, <laughs> drinking blood of virgins. Sacrificing men. Look at Sig. We're not showing the video. It's been okay. 2,000. Okay. Got it. Got it. Days. Okay. Okay. Rihanna, what do you mean? We waited it's for been you. over six years. For, since for the YouTube. Oh, for the use. Okay. You can hear it though, guys. You can hear it. <laughs> she got a forehead on her. I never give up. Five head. She's pretty. She's pretty. She's all right, I guess, you know. Weird ass hair. <laughs> she's got music. She's got music, man. Don't get me wrong. You said she's got music? She's got music, man. She's got music. She's got good hits. She's got some hits. You know, okay, okay. For sure. For so sure. you're a Rihanna fan. My lady is, so I hear the song. Really? Are you, you saying know Rihanna? Rihanna, excuse me. <laughs> I don't know. That's, that's, Rihanna. that's how Wait, much yeah. I'm not into this is Von Vigfried. This I'm is Von Vigfried tonight in here. I was it. Excuse me, guys. I didn't know you're such Von Vigfried fan. Out, I wasn't criticizing. I was asking if you were saying that because that was the right way. I don't know. Well, you called her Riri like you fucking know her or some it's shit. Just, that's like, her boy. That's you her know, boy. You got all the girls in there. That's you guys her boy. Are listening I know. The girls are bumping. Everyone knows it. Everybody knows they call Riri. What about Taylor Swift? My daughter, my lady. What do you guys think about Taylor Swift? Tay Tay, and do your uh, daughter? I don't know if they call her that. Do your daughters like her at all? I don't. I don't think my apparently people love country. her. People yeah, love her. It's not country music. She's huge. Is it country? She's huge. It's pop. No, she's, she's pop. Country, she would make it's country, country pop. She's making country Have pop. you ever heard that song "Shake It Off"? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter yeah, plays that over, over, and over. Yeah, and my over daughter again. likes that song too. I guess, yeah, I guess. She plays that off the hook. Shake it off, shake it off. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That one is played a lot at the house. People love Taylor Swift. Good one. Yeah, People love Taylor Swift. Bill sure Cosby that. is back. Oh, Bill Cosby God, is it. going we, uh, on tour. He's going on tour, but they're suing him, so he might not go on tour before. They already hit <laughs> I him he again. Was blind and in jail. He's out. He's out. He's he's out. out. He's, charges have been dropped, apparently. But they're resuing him. Now they're resuing him. <laughs> well, okay, so there's other chicks trying to get him again. That. I haven't so heard about that. Give Bill a, let Bill live. I'm not no, a Bill don't fan. Let Bill live. Bill live. We can live, but I don't want to see him. If they let OJ live, you gotta let Bill live. Have a coke and a motherfucking smile. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Come up with a Bill Cosby. 
cooking them up, I guess. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Jello. Hey, J-E-L-L-O. Like, what are you going to get from Bill? The guy's fucking 175 years old. What are you going to get from Bill? Nothing. He's, you're going to get fucking date raped and fucking raped like Kai. He's already <laughs> broke. From dog the audience already broke. The audience will wake up. They're passed out, you're, pants down. You don't, you don't think know Bill's broke? and date raped like Kai from Dogtown. Oh, my God. He's going to hey, he's gonna drop kick your ear off one <laughs> kick from the floor we on never his back. Finished yeah, that let's talk about Kai, the, the hatchet-wielding uh, So we're going back to this. A little bit real quick. I remember seeing the video early on and watching it and thinking it was fake. And so I deep-dived it, like thinking, oh, my God. What is this? And to who is this Jimmy guy? Because Kimmel, I thought though. he was so cool. He was so fucking cool. At first, yeah, he seems like I didn't even see the Jimmy Kimmel video. That's what's crazy, Matt. As soon as I deep dove, all I found was the he killed. So it must have been a couple months later because yeah. it was he killed some fucking fool in New Jersey. And I was like, wait, he killed because when they said that he hit that fool with the hatchet. They never specified how he hit him or if the dude lived. We uh-huh. didn't. I didn't know shit. I thought yeah. he hit this fool with a hatchet and killed this fool. They didn't even say so the, the whole time we were thinking that he just yeah. walked up At and smashed At first I thought he was dead. Smash, smash, smash. So we watched that video in 2013 thinking on YouTube thinking he killed somebody. And then when I did this little fucking dive, I found, oh, he killed some other fool. Oh, he was being raped. Whoa, this is weird. And then you fucking hear more reports. We start like reading like Reddit threads and shit about how he was lacing the joint that he gave to the fool that yeah. fucking drove the car yeah. into the guy, uh-huh. which was on the on Apparently, the documentary. Wait, I I heard that, but he drove the. F- I don't remember that. What happened? That's how it all starts. At one point, he's this telling is, a story to some guys oh, like, oh, I laced right. the joint, yeah. and, and he then he crashed, and then he got dude. out, and then homie got mad, and then he, he smashed crash. him. He's like, did I told him? I said, you won't be able to drive through that. Yeah, something like that. I do remember that. So he gives this guy a joint, and he says that the guy can't handle his shit. And the guy, who's this 6'4", 280-pound, like, big motherfucker. Big white racist guy. uh, Says, I'm fucking Jesus Christ, and I'm going to rid all the world of black black people. people." Mm -hmm. Jesus. Sees a group of PG&E workers. Yeah, one one black man. And drives his car straight into this and pins this. Uh, this man between, between two cars yeah, I, I remember and then two he's yelling that I'm Jesus Christ I'm Jesus Christ and Kai's just like what the fuck and then the dude some girl comes up to try to help and the guy gets out of the car and attacks the girl yeah, that's and that's right, when that's Kai right. gets out like takes his axe shit. and Give goes him smash 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 smash, smash, smash. Yeah. and uh, at that point we thought that yeah. he had he's a hero He no but also yeah we love this guy, undeniable hero yeah. and charisma, Standing and what a promo he fucking just cut. Like Good Samaritan, you know me about like oh, I, yeah. I love so- showmanship and the promo that he cuts about mm. like. And then I he just, has a I message. Want, he has a message. He goes, "I well, first, that's how he starts." First, yeah. He first thing he goes, he yeah. has a message. What hit me, and I was like, "I love this." Yeah. Then he says, as somewhere in between, he goes. They go, yeah, uh, you're like a hero. He's like, well, if somebody just wants to give me like a six foot board, uh, I'd like to try out Mavericks. And that shit, boss, I was just uh, like, perfect. What a boss. What a this, smart move. Smart I was move. like, this fool will die at Mavericks. Yeah. You know this fool can't surf Mavericks. Yeah. yeah. Come to find out, though, uh, when I watched a YouTube, I'm pretty sure that the dude from Netflix that made this documentary had watched this YouTube video that I watched sure. a while ago, a couple years, like maybe four years ago, three, yeah. three years ago, I watched a YouTube video that was about Kaigan because I saw it come up. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, I remember this one. I watched it because uh-huh. a lot of that shit was in the was in Netflix, actual Netflix movie, yeah. which the Netflix one was done way better. It was fucking tremendously yeah. done. I really Netflix always does good shit. They have yeah. good people working for them. Yeah. But 
uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of the shit came from that YouTube video. They probably saw that. Somebody probably saw that and was like, oh, this needs to be a fucking net. And then he stuff. goes and yeah. kills that uh, lawyer or so whatever he is. That was the wild in New thing. Jersey. We were like, so was All of a sudden, he's in New Jersey. Is that the one where he was Nate raped? Yeah. yeah, apparently yeah. he wakes up and he was like, and he said he, said he was on top of him and then he fucking kicked him. But one kick, no, blew no, his no, ear no, off. no, 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 uh. The metallic taste in his mouth wakes up, then gets drove to the bus stop. Yeah, gets it, on a hugs bus, him and then hugs him or something? gives him a hug, says goodbye, gets on a bus, can't get a ride because his friends doesn't show up, so calls the dude back and goes back to his house and then kills him. Why does he give him a hug for one? Because he got paid for sex. Yeah, they did the sex sex. Real. Did the sex. You Come know on, really Von, Von Vigfried. So you know a, what so, it's like. So you don't think he got raped or no, whatever? No, Kai got paid for sex. And then he Kai, realized that Kai, he didn't you don't like remember it. what Kai, no. Kai went on the uh, thing and was like um, on Twitter and put out a tweet about uh, is killing a pedophile fucking vigilante justice is it right or is it wrong yeah, yes or and no. everybody said da, yeah. da, 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 and all this weird shit and then i think he just was like i'm just gonna go on a mission to kill because he had got raped once before uh-huh. before remember he had talked about do you have that thing up still i don't know sorry how are you gonna what? let him how are you gonna let somebody rape you no he said he got raped before when he I, told I, uh when he talked about uh when he was talking to the dude in Stockton, he was talking about how he had, was held down and raped when he was 17 blah, when he yeah. first got on the yeah. streets, right? Yeah, yeah. And so stories. he had how some... How bad would that suck? He had something in his mind about wanting to kill pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was like a vigilante. Which good for him, but he wanted to go on vigilante, which I think that he took money for sex from this guy to set him up to be like, all right, yeah, you are a fucking pedophile. You fucking just fucking... Fucked my butthole. He's fucked my butthole. You fucked my butthole. Now I'm going to kill you. Now you're dead. And he gives him a hug, and then he leaves, and he's like, fuck that. I'm going to go back and do it. Why would you let him fuck your butthole? You should have just killed him right when he gave you the money and said, I'm going to fuck your butthole. He likes the money and the sex. I think he likes the (laughs) butthole. Have you seen him lately? He's kind of yoked up in jail now. He's flexing out. You see him? He's like, this, oh, well, uh, yeah, he did look like uh, he's working out. He's, working part, out. he's getting a good size. Flexing. He's got a fight. He's got a fight for his butthole now. They're not going to take him from He's giving him. it up. Kind. He's just giving for it free. up. For free. No, he's just giving it for free. Don't lie. Definitely he, an interesting but, documentary. I didn't, it, it, it went somewhere the, I didn't think it was. You know what going. they're telling him when they're fucking him? Whack, whack. whack. So I knew where everything <laughs> was going, but I like the way that they did it. I still, even knowing. All the spoilers and everything about it, watching it, because after you said it, I was like, I'm going to watch it for uh-huh. sure, because yeah. I want to talk about it with you guys. Could you imagine? And after watching it, deal? I was like, this is so much better than the one that I watched. And then uh-huh. I even learned a bunch of new stuff about how he was a really good musician, and yeah, yeah, yeah. he actually was a good surfer. Like yeah, I remember yeah. seeing videos of him surfing and falling over. Well, mm-hmm. he sucked at skateboarding, so that's why. Yeah, I, and yeah, I saw yeah, that, and I was yeah. like, this guy's not a surfer. He's going to yeah. go ride Mavericks. But you could be good at surfing and suck at skateboarding, though. Oh. I mean, it's happening. I mean, because you could be good at snowboarding and not be that good at skateboarding. No. So, I mean, come on. Yeah, you got to be decent at both. But how what are, a good story. How good, are, well, well put together. How did Sorry. the reporter get, like, he start, he's like a baller all of a sudden. Like, he interviewed Kai, and then his his life changed. Well, all of a sudden, he's making money. Well, because, he's YouTube videos. Because he was a sports. He was a sports. He lost an, weight. He was he's dressed yeah. nicer. And he got he a little haircut. He was a sports analyst, though, and <laughs> well, he never got a chance to have up. a breaking story, though. Okay. He, well, but that's Also, that was when he first started, yeah. right? So he's just getting into it. Now he, even if he didn't go famous from that, he still has had years in it. So he's yeah. made more money. But not he's only that, established though, himself. You have now to, he really he's stepped in up his game since He's that. in a better spot. You also have to imagine if you had a breakthrough one-time hit yeah. wonder story on you, people are going to want you to cover more shit. Sure. More true. and more shit. Yeah, more yeah. and more shit. And he probably did decent on all the other shit he did, but yeah. nothing like Kai's story, you know? So. Yeah. The one discrepancy was... Uh, 
did they put it on the vid- such a professional the, discrepancy? <laughs> did they did they put it on his channel? Because he goes, I put it on my uh, yeah. YouTube channel, and then the it video blew up overnight. Then said, the yeah. video guy said yeah. we put it on my channel. I got like and twenty it blew views. Up on my channel. Twenty views. Whose channel? Yeah, pretty, yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. good. And, and then, then all of a sudden, it had five hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. But then the reporter goes, "We put it on my channel, and it got all blown up." But they both were saying two different things. Isn't it weird it was, though that, that they were like, "We're going to give him a deal with the Kardashians"? Like, what kind of show would he have had? You know? uh, yeah, he, he was like the weirdest guy. Remember really. the football? That wouldn't have worked. That, yeah, I just wanted him to be on Kimmel, and that was hard. Enough. Yeah, I don't think that show would have worked too good. I mean, he would have yeah. been arrested all all the time. He would have shown him pissing on something. I mean, he, he, talk, caught he was ass. always awesome pissing on that something. Yeah. Piss on Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah. and he was actually kind of remind me of Pauly Shore. He's kind of Pauly Shoreish in yeah, a way. Yeah, 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 I mean? yeah. Like doesn't yeah, yeah. care. Even the hair. Like, even the hair. Like, yeah, cruising with yeah. the fucking ch 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 cheetahs. Oh, he's in there. I mean, I could see it. Juicing the. Biodome just turned 27. Oh. I seen that. I seen yeah. that the other day or whatever. I was watching his is movie. Is that Baldwin the only is that the only movie that Baldwin no, did? No, but that's his biggest fucking He's been in I, a I few think. things. I mean, what else? Is that Matt Baldwin? Steven, Steven. That's Steven, okay. Okay, but the best I mean, the best I'm Baldwin's the one that shot people. I'm not gay. No, that's the Alex. best looking Baldwin is the Baldwin in uh Backdraft. Yes. And that fool should have been better. He should have been the biggest. Well, if you're not a good actor, it doesn't matter. Is that matter, the Christian right? one or I don't know, man, but the oh, backdrop, no, backdrop. No, no, the backdrop oh, Baldwin is a fucking, he's a top five Baldwin. So Alec Baldwin, he's you, you think, you think Baldwin. he's in top five after shooting people and he's fucking uh, insane? Alex, oh, top, he's Alec, the one. They say he's Alec the shot fucking. Uh, Will, William Baldwin. Is the backdrop Baldwin? Let's yeah, see him. Let's yeah. see him. Thank you. They said that Alec actually shot Brandon Lee, too. <laughs> shot crow. Fuck, he shot yeah. the crow. Oh. All right, let me see him. Let's see this guy. Backdraft Baldwin is the best Baldwin. That's not. He looks just like dude. That fool looks like a. Sli- he looks like That's Joe. Old. He looks like Joe fucking Gatto. Wait a second. Old. You're showing me old, That's old weird. one. I want backdraft. Okay, okay, okay. I want 1993. 1993. Hey, screen that William shit. You know how to screen that. I, I will. Okay. William Baldwin. Give me backdraft Baldwin. Backdraft just, Baldwin. Just type in backdraft yeah. Baldwin. Yes. Backdraft Baldwin. No, it's got to be capitalized. <laughs> Rewind it. It's got to be a ha- capital. He used to type it in the top T bar. Like just put it in Google. Put it in Google, man. There he is. Look at man. this guy. I mean, he's a handsome Look guy. At this Don't get guy, me wrong. Man. I mean, he's not a bad looking guy. Yeah, I mean, if that's, what, if that's what you're into, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Look, Look at that one. Look at this fucking guy. Vicky Von That's a top lady. fucking five Baldwin right there you're looking at. That's a good Baldwin. That's Stop being so fucking William harsh Baldwin. on the Baldwin. Uh, that's, Baldwin? That's Von, Von Vigfried's lady. Dude, right William there. Baldwin is Chicago. a He's a top three Baldwin. Show me the main character in this movie. Give me your top three Baldwins right now. Give me the main character. Alex. He's number two. Alec, William. Wait, Matt, who? Alec, Matt, Baldwin. <laughs> Alec, William. No, that's fucking Kurt, dog. Oh, Kurt. I just want to see who the main guy is again. I've been a while since I've seen this Backdraft main. Backdraft who, who, is who, who is the main actor? It's wanna... Kurt. It's Kurt. Because remember, they had told him oh, to yeah. check Kurt the door. Kurt, he Kurt, checked the door. Kurt, and, and the door's Doug. on fire. Blow Kurt, you away. Uh, get Russell? the backdraft. So. I remember the whole fucking thing's being about the door. The door being heated. The, the steam. The smoke. And pull you in. Blow you away. Yeah, that was classic, man. Fucking. Dude, are you fucking giving me that? Rent your heart. You go. I go. What's your favorite Kurt Russell movie? Ooh. The Thing. The Thing is hard, Escape dude. Escape from Anywhere. The Thing is great. Oh, very Escape good. Escape from New York. Yep. Escape, Escape from New York. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, I like the, the Thing, though. Snake Piskin. S- snakes. Snakes. Snake Piskin. No, Snake Bliskin. 
Bliskin. He's been in some. He's been Bliskin. in some. Bliskin. Give me Stank. all his action movies. Bliskin. He's been in some badass corny action movies that were amazing. Give me Kurt, those. Kurt there was Russell one movies. where his wife got uh, kidnapped at a truck stop. At a truck stop. Yeah. What was that, that was called? Good and he's searching for her the whole time. And he's a love, I, dude. Dude, he's killer. Finds her in like a barn or some yes, shit. Yes. Such a good. Is one, that where they pull homie apart with the trucks? <laughs> I don't remember. But they it was tie a good him movie. up from bumper to bumper, hand to feet, and they just yank him apart. The Rustock is in a real. Oh, he's Death Santa Proof, Claus too. Death Proof is amazing when he's, he's Santa Claus. Off, uh, yeah. stu- stu- stuntman Steve or some stuntman Joe Cap- or something. Ca- Captain Ron. No, Stuntman Mike. Captain Ron. Yep. Too, Thank you, Captain Ron. <laughs> I still love that movie. I still do love that. I watch it all the time. I have yeah, it on Amazon. I need to buy that. I bought shit. it on Amazon. You can't Prime. find it anywhere. He's Amazon a, Prime. Yeah, he yeah, plays yeah, you have to Elvis. Buy it. You have to buy it. I bought it. Seventy nine. It's only like eight bucks. I know. I know. You always have. That fool is an Indian, and seventy six, he was Indian. Damn. Right there, <laughs> they black whoa, and white. Slow down. We're trying to find this sorry, movie. Sorry, Go sorry. up. Sorry. The thing, man. Big no, Trouble in Little China was right dope. after. Oh, killer. Tombstone. Soldier. No, Soldier. No, no, stop, 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 stop. Poseidon. He was in Poseidon. Entry. Stargate. Stargate. Fucking class. He's in Poseidon. He's in some fucking. Uh, He's fast, in the Hateful Eight. Furious, He's right? in the Hateful Eight. Fast and Furious 7. And Santa, Santa Claus now. He's Santa Claus now, bro. I know. Yeah, he's a sick bastard now. Wait a second. We still don't see that movie where he, his wife's at a truck stop. Which one is that? It's, I, I shall, I'll know it when you see it. Keep going. It's Breakdown. It's Breakdown. It's Breakdown. right there. Yeah. Far left. Far left. Where? Far uh, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yes. Uh, That's yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, I just watched that yep. recently. Uh, good movie. Good fucking movie. You know, movie. also, though, movie. how does the wife get kidnapped so What is he in Forrest Gump? He's like just not paying attention. What is he in Forrest Gump? Who cares? He's on Kurt there Russell. for Forrest Gump. It's what the Kurt fucker's on that? What is he? <laughs> that's Forrest Gump in 4K. Is that a different movie? He's probably a producer. He's probably <laughs> that's a what producer. it said. Forrest Gump 4K. Is that different? Damn, he plays an integral role. He's in Forrest Gump? <laughs> You're lying. No, he's a producer. Dude, he's Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> don't you get me started. I will yeah, believe Joe, it. Nah, nah. That will turn our world around right now. I can't, I right can't now. find him right Forrest now. Forrest Gump, cast Kurt that, Russell. That might have been fake. Uh, like, I think that might have been a fake maybe one. Maybe he was a producer or something weird. I like, hope not. I don't know. Man. Oh, I, I think he plays. But, but definitely Gary Sinise was. Uh, Here he is. He's in Forrest Gump. <laughs> Inside the scene where he's playing Elvis, <laughs> it's all bullshit. Stop. I mean, he was up there for that, but it, he's not uh, in it. I don't another think. fake. Another. It's fake. a fake. Right. It's a fake. Another Gary, fake but theory. Kurt Russell is a top, top five '90s. Oh, they said that actor. Kurt Russell was supposed he's like, to you know, play Forrest Gump. That's Kurt what Russell was was supposed to be Forrest really? Gump. Yeah, right. instead of Tom Hanks. Would, Tom. would you like to see? Uh, bad, move, bad move, bad move. Guess what? Guess Tom's what? one of my favorites because of that. Tom is a top Life three Tom. That Tom, Tom Hanks is top three Tom. <laughs> Give me top three Tom. Top three Tom. Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, and fucking uh, t- Tom fucking. Who's the third Tom? Tom Sawyer. Tom. <laughs> Who's the third Tom? Tom, Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. <laughs> It's a I really mean, the strong top, two, top three. Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron. I don't top three. Top two Toms for sure. Tom Cruise, Tom uh, Hanks. Yeah, for sure. Who's the other Tom, though? <sighs> Tom Cruise is I one. I can't think of another Tom. Cat? Tom, Tom and Jerry? Tom, <laughs> Tom, Hanks. Tom Clancy. Tom Clancy. Oh, There's no man. other Tom. Tom and Jerry. <laughs> who's my third Tom? <laughs> yeah, who's your third Tom? <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> the other third Tom. I don't know. Uh, 
Dang it. Tom. Is there any other Tom? Tom Jones? Tom, Tom, Tom Jones would be Tom, a singer. Tommy, yeah, Tommy, Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. There you go. Tommy Lee Jones. Like I said, Tommy Lee Jones is the only guy that <laughs> fucked my mom. Tommy Lee Jones is a nice he's, guy. Hey, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's a real nice I'd guy. I'd come <laughs> home and I would see her with Tom Jones. I'd be like, I understand. I heard he's Tommy a dirty. He's a real nice guy. Hey, that's a dirty fine. man behind the closed door. Nice guy, though. Nice guy in the face. Nice guy in the face. He has a sex swing. Hey, that's fine with me. Let him have it. I don't know about that stuff, but Tom's a nice guy. Good Christmas presents. Always gives the booze. Hey, was Tom from MySpace? Oh, yeah, Tom. Tom, yeah, Tom. Tom. Yeah. Yeah. What's his yeah. last name? Tom. 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 What's his last name? It doesn't matter. We don't know. It was just Tom. Three Tom. Tom, Tom, Tom from MySpace. Tom, okay. yeah. Tom Hanks. You'd always Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Tom from MySpace. Tom Cruise. Tom Hanks. Tom from MySpace. And Tommy Lee Jones. Tom Anderson. Tommy. Tommy. Tom Yeah. Tom and Pamela Anderson. Tom from MySpace. Man, it's amazing that. You know that's like, that's iconic right there. Uh, Tommy hey. boy, you got Tommy boy in there. My, my MySpace Tom, you know. MySpace Tom, the whole that picture, down, bro. That picture. He was a you know, that, nice guy, huh? You know, that picture. Everybody, nice he was everybody's friend. Yeah, he came instantly, with it. He came instantly, with it. he was stalking you instantly. You would think that that guy would try to fucking spike your drink at, like at a, a college creep. party. Like yeah, a like he would try creep. to fuck you when you're not knowing. Oh, it. college he party creep. So many. Yeah, drinks. he looks like a drink. He probably spiker. invented one of those. Oh, sure. One of the uh, Spanish flies. Hey, do you want a version? He looks like a Beastie Boy. One of the ones they canceled. Bro, the early days. You know those yeah, early days yeah. when like Blue Dolphin ecstasy was yep, still around. Yep, yep. But he was he was taking the Nike signs. Triples. He was taking Nike signs. Oh yeah. The days. You guys got a song? You guys got a song, Vic? Yeah, I got a song. I go. I go. I'm the motherfucker. I never go first. I'm going. Good. Anything you want to. No, we're not. Anything you want. We're doing Dose 1. Yeah, I know. Anything you want from that. Please play any Dose. But anything. you can play anything. Anything. That's You can play You can play Yes. You can play a string along. Anything you, you want. You can play fucking no, I'm playing alpha. something. I listened to this album earlier today. Uh, G is for Job. It's Dos One's album he put out in 2020, like so it's recently, a very recent, so it's got a really recent Dos One feel to it, um, but still a very classic Just song. Just do it. So. Just do it, baby. Just do it. It slumps. Shout out Dos One. Thank you very much for coming on. This is Dos One off of G is for Job, Big Bang. Woo!
very nice. <coughs> what the hell was that? Big bad clock dogs. Bon victory. victory. Blowing out vote. That's Dose One with Big Bank. Pretty off sick. of G is for Job. It just came out in 2020. Some newer stuff. Ooh, Look at the cover art. Yeah. Just very simple. Yeah, we'll show. We could, th we could play throw it. it up. Throw it up. Uh, he gives us the A-OK to play Throw this it game. up. In throw case you're up. wondering, he gave us all the A-OK. Of course. Of course. Uh, we have now become So you know Dose uh, did the... Oh, this is... Yeah, hey, this is the new shit. You were uh, yeah, G is yeah, for yeah. Job, right? G is yeah. for Job. So yeah. very, very simple, but very... Yeah. Very clean. Shit, it's just so it clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The clocks. The, I like the shark. It's the a hammerhead. Skull, kind of hammerhead skull. shark. Would that oh, be? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like a shark. With the G. <laughs> shark, and then the other thing's like a bomb. Like yeah. the bomber teeth they put on the side of a bomb. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's also a They got a skeleton or a skull mm -hmm. in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. like the gears. The yeah. dose one is super clean up yeah. top. Just yeah. boom. Legit, bro. And I, I like that the name isn't up front. Like the name of the album isn't like G is you know, for job right it, here. Yeah. Yeah. He's a. Uh, it's just a G right I, here. I heard him talking and about a J, it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what yeah. are we what are we talking about here? It reminds me of the you know the you know the thing where the snake eats its tail, the tattoo. Yeah. Of the, it reminds me, mm -hmm. but it's a shark yeah. eating, yeah. It's it's eating itself. Yeah. It's I heard very sick. I heard him talking about. It. He said it's a spinoff of G is for gangster. Oh, that's okay. cool. Okay. Because so, yeah. he no, he has he another album called G is for yeah deep. Yeah. G is for deep. It should have had one. V there's a couple. I think he has a couple. Yeah, I think there's those two, maybe. V but, is for uh, Vigfried. I heard him talking about it in like another interview. <laughs> so I heard him talk, or I, maybe I heard somebody else talk about this album specifically. What did they say about it? And it just made me want to listen. They were just like, oh, yeah, yeah. it was the best thing I heard cool. in 2020, something cool. like that. And I was like, oh, maybe I just need to listen to something new. It just seems so new. wild. I, I want to listen to it, and it just seems yeah. so hard to grasp. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that, but it just, it's, it's wild. Well, that's that's, it's, that's wild. the best part about that's it. That's what uh, yeah, it's wild. a lot of people feel yeah. about it. Like, uh, he's almost, for one, rapping like in a cryptic like, style. Like You have to try to... The no, you got to decriminate break it. Break it down. Yeah, this, what do they call like, that? Uh, decipher. You got to decipher that shit. Yeah. You don't have to, though. He's you just, uh, just listen to yeah, it as a whole. Let's do it. Let's do it today. Sure. You can listen to it as a whole. <laughs> you can, yeah, either way. You it doesn't matter. dive into it. It was hard to grasp. It was just hard to grasp for me. Yeah, it was very good, though. Very good. Either way, as a the flow, the beats. Give me. So I was working and I was just listening yeah. to it as a as yeah, a perfect, whole project perfect and it was just good. It's just good music and I kept hearing stuff. I was like, ooh, ooh, you know, like that yeah. stuff. That nostalgia. Keep kinda it moving, yeah. Keep it moving. Drag that shit out of you and you're like, okay, I like that. I like that. I like that. But it specifically, I heard that song. Really liked it. So yeah, go bro. ahead, sing. Um, give me want. Derby of Days by Dose One. It's produced by Alias and this is off of uh, the album that Dose was talking about. Um, came out the same year that Alias passed away. So R. very tragic. R.I.P. to Alias. Bad timing. Um, but they put together a good album. R. A Alias produced the whole R. thing. R.I.P. Brand, man. Huh? Derby of Days? Yeah. R.I.P. to the one and only legendary. Somebody that also on Anticon, uh, <laughs> I can say this right here that like as much as Ant the like soul and dose and uh, the other rappers and producers were so different, mm -hmm. something very comforting and very uh, nice about Anticon was Alias being in there because he kind of brought like a he actually had rhyming patterns and uh -huh. like stuff that was uh -huh. more traditional and yeah, you'd yeah. be like oh okay that's more comforting yeah. you know it makes you feel more yeah. at home as did when you heard like deep. Deep puddle stuff. You heard slug on it was more traditional. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong sure, with sure. the 
with because I really love obviously being an idea fan. I really love the untraditional, so mm-hmm. I really like Dose One and totally. I really like Soul Shit. Yeah. But also when you buy an album, it's like okay, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. But then you hear like an alias, and you're like, oh, all right, yeah, that's yeah, that's awesome. something that I'm used to right yeah. there. Right? Something that okay, that makes me feel good. Okay, oh, now I'm back to, you know what it is? It's like when you're going into a mine, right? And you're like mm-hmm. mining, and you're like, oh, I'm fucking digging and sweating. Little diamond, I'm Little breaking diamond. my hands, and then all of a sudden, oh, I got a diamond. Cool, that's tight. Put it on. Just yeah. keep digging. Let's keep digging. Big diamond. We're sweating. We're bleeding. We're finding something else. Oh, I yeah. like mm-hmm. that. That feels nice. Right it's there. golf. It's like that's golf. That's what that is. Yeah. It's like yeah. golf. And then, and then Alias would stop rapping after a pretty short period of, you know, just putting out raps and then just only focusing on producing. <clears throat> and everybody still wanted him to you know rap, what? and he rarely, rarely would. What was his solo song that was on the um, uh, music for uh, Advancement of Mankind? Um, whatever oh, that solo, uh, it was so fucking uh, good, dude. And that's what I'm talking about. Is listening to that yeah, album, yeah. you, like, listen to it, you're like, Good, good, good. I like this. Tight, tight. Oh, fuck. Alias. Yeah. What was the name I of the like song? That. You got it? Okay. You know what I'm talking uh, no, about. Divine Disappointment. Divine Disappointment. Divine Thank disappointment. you. Oh, very nice. Very nice. So fucking good. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy track. Okay, back to this. Dose One. Dose One. Derby of Days. Produced by Alias. Produced by Alias. There we go. All right. Anticon is also the ones that you people are like, what kind of music you listen to? Oh, like underground hip hop, like, I don't know, like Sage Francis, Anticon. It's a weird shit. Right? Yep. It was a name drop. It was a good name drop. You know this man's isn't me. Keep it there and run out in my face. Battle shadow brought us to my place. Pulling my beside the things I hate. Wait. I shredded my record because I already ate. Bitch, I shouldn't have, couldn't die. Know me like the back of my hand. I'm sugar free. A little bit. A little sugar free. Don't let what you've been through protect you. What you've been through protect you. Now that I hear it, I can't unhear the sugar free. The style of it. Got it all wrapped, but it isn't with the paper printed when we come to decision. And give it all our thirst and all our rights. Wage all that work with all our life. Now you're searching for the kid because you live your life. So run down and sit down straight to the rock. Carry up days on a rock called food. DK and Cage. Now you're searching for the kid because you live your life. So run down and sit down straight to the rock. Carry up days on a rock called food. DK and Cage. All around. Slowly get rolled the wind behind voices Like river will gorge, rivet and forge Will the separate forever Whether of us wanted a book stack Or at all to ask an action pack Black fire shot kills the color where you sleep Undoes the ice about your heat Let's ugly leak and eat the floor beneath your feet I'll be your wood stone Shooting on where you wanna eat where you got That's Hard. It's a roller coaster. Men like 
ants down life desk light shadows stay stuck a flicker late to haunt office space alone clocks growl and piss pens hunt and hiss to scroll out eyes on photograph kids at night i might be making some of that up that's just how the other half gives i wonder when i hear that voice i think oh, a, crazy. i think an old black an old black butler old black butler when i hear that you know what I'm sick on? The instrumental is so fucking good. Oh, yeah, the right. beat's so hard, bro. Like, perfect. Let's get into that. I've always loved that deep, that deep. I'm just tripping on that beat. Hard. Shout out to Dose One. Very hard, very hard. Shout out to Alias. Super hard. And let's just let's just say this on a real level, some motherfuckers that were doing it without like the big buck production, a lot of money put into it, and still making quality fucking music. That's the guys that are very fucking keep it up. And like he said, is like he when he came out and met some of these dudes, and he was introduced to like real musicians. Yeah, like not just rappers, but real fucking musicians. Yeah, that's what people always say. And he became a musician. You know what I mean? Yeah. And also, you can see, like, he was wearing his Freestyle Fellowship sweatshirt earlier. Oh, what I tell you? you, you, you I've always told everyone that, like, everyone's favorite, favorite, your favorite rapper, probably favorite is a Freestyle Fellowship member. It's probably Mike and I, and it's probably Peace. Yeah. It's probably Self Jupiter. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you know, AC Alone is one of my favorites, personally. Yeah. Fuck, dude. And when he's, like, uh, rapping all all the different styles of beat as it's going, you could tell there's some elements from like Bro, he, he, blew, he and I even All mentioned that. it in the interview, but he blew my fucking mind with the <laughs> with the way that he broke down how self Jupiter is. You always can be unpredictable <laughs> yeah. with like wordplay. I've seen that before, but to uh-huh. be unpredictable with the rhythm and like yeah. where I'm going with my rhythm uh-huh. is like, oh yeah, that is exactly what that fucker is doing. Yeah. And then it's like wait a second, that's exactly what you're doing too. I was yeah. thinking in my head to about dose. Like mm-hmm. you do the same thing. I started like thinking about his, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what he does. I'm like, Oh, he fucking sponge. You know what I mean? Yep, like yep. that's what it is, dude. That's, and yeah. it's so good. It's, it's amazing, so man. fucking good. That's hip hop. That's my favorite thing about yeah. underground and him talking about community. It's all intertwined, bro. We've talked about it all on here a lot of time is like the community and not, it, it not being like super, competitive closeted. And, super closeted not but like anybody else everybody come, uh, absorb come your in, bubble yeah like there's some other uh <laughs> levels of the rap game or genre or whatever that are different that are very closed off and like safeguarded and there's it's gate, hard to there's it's hard gate, to get there's in with gatekeepers people, yeah. and shit you hard know to get mean? in with people some people underground hip hop is very all inclusive and very like if you're the only thing that is the the benchmark or your your card to get in is just be fucking real and be dope and be different. Yeah, for sure. Be real, be dope, and be different. Yeah. yeah. Don't be stealing someone else's shit and don't be sounding like somebody else. Don't be a biter. Sound like yourself. Yeah. Sound like yourself and just you know be dope and be real, yourself. R U D. Real dope and different. Stop biting. Yeah. Go ahead and give me the scarecrow speaks. Oh fuck. That yeah. was dope. R D B. R D D. R D B. R D D. Real dope and different. Yeah. R D D. That's our fucking new shit right there. R D D. R D D. Hey. Uh. Trademark. Trademark. Blah blah blah. Those are our new shirts, RDD. RDD, real dope and different. Real dope and different. I like that. <laughs> yeah, give me the Scarecrow. The, Scarecrow, the Scarecrow Speaks. <clears throat> Classic uh, track off 
deep puddle dynamics. Uh, yeah, perfect. A taste yeah. of rain, wine, Neil. Kuwait used to bump this shit all mm-hmm, in the, mm-hmm. in the uh, all the time. Yeah. In the pre, or, not the, not Kia. the Kia, the Kia, the Kia. Excuse me. And uh, the Oldsmobile as well. That's where we just steal the CDs from them. <sighs> That's what you were doing, Alex. I was bar- borrowing and not returning. <laughs> not returning. <laughs> we, were we were tape trading. We were tape trading. You were just trading. <laughs> no, you're just taping. Yeah, taping. <laughs> you're just taping. Put away your boy's desires. Boy in size. You're rolling eyes. You left the rolling rock. You left forgetting rocks off another spaldies. All your desires. I'm personally TV. I'm just gonna say this right here. I can't wait for the day that soul and dose one. Right, and then the fifth. They're better together, Not that they're, they eat each other, but... We love them both. Try staying home. Stop trying to prove. Stop trying to be. Stop trying to do. Just be. Prove do and exist. Go to college. Respect your mother. Look out for your little sister. Respect no one. I didn't hear this motherfucker right. Yeah, I didn't hear this motherfucker right. What the fuck? For sure. God, how's it so sick? How's it so dope? He knows what he's doing. So much better than us. Yeah, I know. It's weak. You don't know how, but it's weak. And then when you do hear him rhyme all the time, you're like, fuck, that fool can do whatever he wants, man. It's crazy though, he's just sneaking the whole time right by you. You're like, whoa. Actually, he's really Which makes it unpredictable. Yeah, you're we're talking about that unpredictability. Come to you with one heart, broken in two, gnashed hands, and many flaws. A man. In return, I ask only an egoless, unbiased listen for what I speak of offers freedom from mind. Freedom from unfocused impulse, freedom, and not at all the spangled you can say whatever you want. Doodle, 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 union, musket, as as and compass, deep. sense of liberty, which our forefathers like in Hollywood have fed and sold us for scores. I'm alluding yeah. and rightfully salvage clear-headedness, opposed yeah, exactly. faded state of human being. I know, but you know, we try to rhyme it. I think it's dope. I mean, hard, 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 like this. Cars drive down the road. The voice may be not so, but this one is a cool motherfucker. Oh, you see the hair and the beard? Yeah, it looks cool. I think so too. I think so too. If anyone can pull it off, does yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I wonder if the fool's like, hey, give me, give me some backups. Yeah, I'll give you backgrounds, and then I'll. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, he's talking about. Fuck? He's talking about. Uh, it's linear because he's I, talking he's about like a scarecrow yeah, yeah, yeah. or an yeah, yeah. eagle and shit. But it's just funny. That, 
It is. Wow. It is good. It's good. It's, it's good. All, it's perfect, perfect. Perfect. It's good. It's very good. It's very good. Most definitely good. I'm flabbergasted about how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Very good. Very good. Had you tripping? Had me tripping. I had to think about it twice. I go, is it really him? And then I'm like, it of course could, it is. It's wow. Of course. Wow. Perfect. Perfect. We're right back. As we're winding down here. Oh, you and Who's that's your down? famous line. As, as we're, we're winding as down we're, here. As we're coming to a close. As we're going to do a close. Uh, yes. I, I do want to say R.I.P. Gangsta Boo. Oh, yep. yep, she, yep. she passed away on uh, New Year's. An man. OD. New Year's. OD is what sucks. I mean, is that, hold on, hold on. Is that confirmed? That's confirmed. Are you sure? Check it out. Okay. Um, I wouldn't want to overdose. I mean, I would feel and, and like we don't need a we don't need a like no no I'm saying know, a, a rough way to stuck on how she I know, died but a rough but. way to go would be to OD. I mean, I feel like no one can help you at that time. You have to really be in the right place, the right state. Someone you got to die for a yeah. second to get it's saved. Drug related. We yeah, don't, we don't know if it was on but wrong or right though. Party, you know, when you OD, it's not like you're around a bunch of good people. They're gonna. Mm-hmm. Save your life. They're getting high like you are. Yeah, you just took a little too much. You know, scary too though. This fentanyl that's out there, and you hear all these stories, and like uh, El Chapo's son just got busted. Apparently, he was one of the biggest uh, fentanyl dealers. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, there's the stories how just such a little amount are, are just killing people. Man. Less. They show a penny and they show like what it's marked next to. Yeah. And so it's so small of an amount. It's like a it's, little pinch. It's tiny. Uh, did you see pinch. that uh, El Chapo's wife was taking pictures with that black guy? Uh, no. Here it is. Just check it out. Uh, what's that? All? What's she, that mean? Uh, this man's the next uh, man to make not cocaine cowboys, but uh, cocaine homeboys. Hmm. Uh, he's dating his wife in jail. Wait, that's El Chapo's son's wife or, or El, Chapo, El Chapo? Read the first slide. Okay. With the friends, they're only friends. They're only friends. I mean, you're you're dead man. She dating that man with the baggy jeans. She you're baggy, dead man. Baggy jean shorts. Yep. She's yeah. he's wearing the shants. Are you sure she's really dating the man? That's what they say. You see the pictures together. Who takes pictures like that with their friend? Okay. Well, that guy's putting his wiener okay, well, in you, and she probably has the power to do it. Let him get their minute. Well, El Chapo's gonna El Chapo is dead. He's gonna off. chop off his dick. Out of the choppy choppy pee pee. But that man is gonna choppy be the choppies. next. Pee pee. Cocaine oh, co- cocaine uh, homeboys, not cowboys, but homeboys. Are you whistling at a, a girl, or what's going on? He's whistling at Von Vigfried. Have you guys got a chance to watch the movie on Netflix called White Noise? Yeah, I watched some, stopped it. It's on my list, but I do want to finish it. Please my get my into friend that. recommended it. Get into that, and my we lady. Talk did, about I don't think my lady liked it, but I'm going to watch She's it. She's off on it. It's so wild. So there's so much going around. on. What's it about? There's no, good. There's no dialogue different. at first, and it's just like so much going on, background noise, and like five different conversations, uh-huh. and like six different storylines, and you're just thrown at so much, and you're like, but if you hang in there. I mean, I'm a bad, I'm a bad judge. I like bad movies. Yeah, but you're a for bad sure. movie fan. No, but it has sure. good reviews hey, though too. I got out. Yeah, of, has, I, I got through reviews. it, and I was like, "What the fuck did I just watch? That was crazy." What's but the I name of the I movie? White noise again. White, White noise. noise. I don't know. You said Netflix. I'm gonna look at it real quick. I'm gonna see if I ran by it. Maybe I ran by. I think you ran it. by it. But I'll tell you right now, I, I finished it. Adam I, Driver. I enjoyed it. Adam Driver. It looks like he's six. Have you watched The Midnight Club? On oh, under three thousand, isn't it? You should yeah, watch yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre, Andre 3000 is a Midnight professor Club. at college. Hold you on. should watch Midnight Club. Midnight Pl- Club is good. It's good. What do you think of it? They the, got the, the good the stories. Show, the it, it ends kind of weak, but it, but the stories I've in between are really couple. good. I still Did finished. you watch the one where the girl with the one leg tells her story how she has a twin, and the twin wanted to do drugs, and she's like made a deal with the devil to say that she's always wanted to do whatever she wanted, but her parents are too tough on her? No. That's the best one. Damn. 
If you only then you only watched a couple episodes. The one legged, you know, the, you know the one legged girl in the wheelchair. Witch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She really has one leg in real life. Okay, so oh, it's real. Okay. So in the movie, she says that the way she lost her leg mm-hmm. was because she was a ballet dancer and it's the perfect. True, and it's the true story. I don't know if it's a true story, but it, it, it for her for her story for the show for her story, she said that she'd always wanted to be not so regarded on by her parents. Like her parents put so much on her. She was like a ballet dancer, did very great in school, didn't do anything that her parents wanted, talked to a certain nerdy dude because her parents wanted her to. But really she oh, wanted so to good, really, really she wanted to do drugs and live like wild and be a punk rock person, you know? So the devil came to her and said, We can give you a twin and your twin can go do everything that you want to do. But you're t- you're gonna feel. You everything. must drink the blood of Christ. Yeah, I'll drink it right now. You're 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 you're, you, tw- you're gonna feel it. everything. He did bleed in this. So they fucking she goes to clubs and shit. She stays home and the twin does ecstasy and she fills all everything. But she still has to go to like her normal stuff. Mm. What's your take on white noise? Are you gonna watch it or not? So I'm gonna go to check. It. I'm gonna try. But I think you, I think you need to watch the episode. Great fucking episode. So he says you watch Midnight Club. He says you watch White Noise. I'm in. I'm in. Let's see white. if you guys come back next episode with both watch. White Let's noise. do it. Oh, okay, okay. I, I don't know if I've seen this, but it looks really good. Uh, the audience in the dark comic the, film. Is it comedy? The audience doesn't really like it, but the 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 critics do. And so what the fuck's it's going a comedy on drama? Movie. So it's not a comedy. It's a com- it's a, it's a comedy. It's a dramedy. When people say comedy like do they mean like it's funny a dark comedy or a dramedy dramedy okay it's a dramedy okay it comes it's in the comedy section it says in a darkly comic film the professor the wife and their kids grapple with love death and an airborne toxic event did you see the uh the uh a queen latifah and Ludacris movie uh yeah 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 you it watched was, it it was pretty good I was disappointed the whole time why no it was good but she always made me mad though she wants to do the stupid stuff she wants to leave the money behind she wants yeah. to turn themselves in she wants to answer yeah, phone yeah. calls I'm like Jesus it turned Christ. out pretty good did you see the ludicrous uh, <laughs> Queen Latifah movie nope. good good very good a hip hop combo right there nope Luda Luda Jesus Christ Luda's dropping bows on fools he's dropping bows in the movie did you know that Rifleman is the father of Suspect the the dude that beat a little Kelpie. I didn't know that. Rifle Wait, man, show me rifle are you, man. Are you telling me L.A. Cool is yeah, the LA fucking cool father of suspect? suspect? Yes, because because uh, L.A. Cool was recently on No Jumper and he talked about it. So little Kelpie is who now in this? Well, no, little Kelpie is the guy that got a fake pip that has. I know, I know, but who is he? Who is he in this? Suspect is the son of rifle man. That's the guy man. that beat him up. That stood up and beat him up. I get it. I get it. So little Kelpie's not related to these guys. No, he's just the one that got his ass beat. Okay. okay. L.A. Cool is an original Good Life member. Yeah. One of the Project Blows. Well, yeah, he probably stood up and socked that fool up. I give him props. There. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I just went down and went down, but I just random that rifle man. L.A. Cool is the father of suspects. That's dope. I was like, okay, that's an interesting little connection. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. That's good, though, right? Yeah. You know what's crazy? John Cena's beat is is produced by Jake One of Rhyme Sayers. I seen that. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Huh. You knew that? Did you know that? I I found that out recently, man. I didn't know that. We should have freestyled to it. Because we were talking about it. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. I don't know if we freestyle. We'd give it a try, though, for sure. We were talking about how John Cena's, you know, kind of hip hop. Did you know that Eli? uh, John Cena. Eli. John Cena was on an Eli beat. No, no. John Cena paid Eli for a beat and uh, because he was making an album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, he basically told Eli, name your price. And Eli, I think, just threw out like 10 Gs, but he would have given more, you know. But he's like, fuck, I should ask for more. The song was called. 
black. He made an album. Then yes, he has a track with Murs and shit. You know, like he is somewhat pretty hard. He's pretty hard. I'm not saying he's the best rapper or anything, but but he does give it a good try. Cool hip hop head. Hard. Give you hard. Here we go. I see you front row at the show. I got motherfucking signs up. Telling me to come down and wrap the lines up Bouncing off the ropes and going ahead and give you a choke slam The shit is going down, might as well get you a baked ham Cause I'm great, I'm straight prestigious What I need to do now is smoke some weed, it's Just another top rope type of slammer Superstar stunner, people getting hammered And I'll give you the jammer Y'all motherfuckers are so enamored by the way, I grab the mic and lay it down I don't give a fuck, cause you know I got that feather sound Yeah, off of the top of the rope like Steamboat Fuck it, y'all motherfuckers are just a joke I drop an elbow like Mosh And half of these motherfuckers are always walking around Moss yeah. I'm like Katanka in 93 John Cena, you ain't got shit for me I wish the new generation and attitude Would gang up on whatever the fuck this dude do uh, Off the ring I mean off the ropes, onto the turnbuckle, motherfucker, five knuckle shuffle, and then I rubble, three pin, one, two, three, bitch, your mom, elbow drop, I'm never gonna stop, I got the spinner belt, and I'm fucking hip-hop, this is how I do it, Mr. McMahon on my side, Vinnie Mac, I'm chilling in his ride, yeah, throwing chairs at Waffle House, (laughs) that's dope. What's she barking at? She's at her bucket here. She's, uh, she's a she, mean dog. She thought it was uh, who let the dogs out. Uh, she thought it was her jam. She thought it was her time to shine. She was rapping, bro. You need to give her a mic. But yeah, Jake won't produce that beat. That's weird. Yeah, that's very weird. It's very weird. That's, that's cool. That's a cool beat. So I like it. Yeah. It's definitely like a, something that you're like, this is crazy, man. A little snippet for you. A little snippet. A little snip. snip. Hey, did you hear that Russia? It's real talk. Mother Russia? Mother Russia has a technology that we don't use in the public, and they were using it, and they shot down a cloaked UFO. A real talk stuff. A cloaked UFO? A cloaked, like an invisible one, like in the clouds, like that movie we've seen. Uh They said it was sitting for how long a cloud, and it's cloaked, so you don't see it. So they shot a missile at it, and they hit it. Boom. And now they're saying that they might have started the intergalactical war. Really? Look it up. I'm not bullshitting. Russia Russia shoots down cloak. UFO. You type in cloaked UFO. Pull up the pictures. There's no intergalactical war going on. It's right gonna now. happen. It's when? Gonna, well, maybe it's Where? fucking. Maybe Russia. Maybe the storms. Maybe all this shit could be something in from Antarctica? it. Antarctica. Maybe all the storms are because they're coming closer. The magnets are hitting the Earth. Bro, Earth's you getting know what? weird. Listen, let me tell you. It can be simple shit like that. One place you want to stay away from in an intergalactical war situation or a war with people from not of this planet. Hmm. Stay away from the ocean. We need to go inland because those motherfuckers are going to be coming out of the ocean. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just they're like, what do you call there. it? They're like, in uh, War of the Worlds, they're already here. They got their shit But planted. they're not underground. They're, they're in, in the, the water. water. They come out of the water, too. They come out of the water, too. Did you see it? Russia claimed that their air defense destroyed a UFO in the Rostov Oblast yep. on the Ukrainian border. While, yep. while the Russian lawmakers claimed Play that the it was video. a Ukrainian drone that was shot. So... Russian law, lawmakers are saying it's just a drone. The air defense, or Russia's claiming that the air defense destroyed a UFO. It was a cloaked though. UFO. Yeah, let's see it. Show show the vid. Show the vid. Well, there's just a UFO video. I mean, a fucking YouTube video. I know, where they shoot it up, and it's in the sky, and it hits the cloud, uh-huh. and it blows Sheesh. up. It's a long video. Holy uh, you, you can fast forward this it. This is over nine hours. I don't even know. No, how no, you, no, no. The I one just, I've seen is uh, is. I is want quick. nine hours of content. <laughs> now. Quick. I got it. I got it right here. Over nine hours of. There it is. Here, I, I got the. I got the quick. I got. How the about quick we version. save this for sixteen? There it is. 
Go shoot it in the sky. Blows the thing up right there. Huh. Boom. It's over. Almost over. Now they're saying that that motherfucker could could start, you know. You just wo- show me a firework. I know. That's what they say. That's Russia. <laughs> that might have been a Russian firework. That day. That's what they got. That's what they got. And it exploded in the sky. And you're like, yep, there it is. There it is. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> they got him. Uh, that's just what they say. I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but if it is, it's pretty wicked. Well, on that note, this has been a wicked episode. No other way to put that. On a Friday the 13th, it's been a pretty fucking good Friday. If you have sat down and watched this podcast with us, thank you so much for joining us. Once again, thank you to hip-hop artist legend Dose One, founder of Anticon Dose One. Thank you so much for coming on and talking with us and sharing some of those stories with us. That was an experience that I will remember for a lifetime and very blessed to have you. Uh, thank you to my boy, Yamas, nonsense, yes, infamous, doing your thing, coming out and being who you are. I really appreciate you. I love you. Couldn't do it without you. Shout outs, brother, to anybody that here gives us a chance to even give us a listen. Love the fuck out of everybody in this room. And I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else but you guys. So on that note, God didn't create this shit, but we did. And we're going to continue to create this shit so you can enjoy what we do. So thank you very much, and we'll see you again. Happy Friday night. Hell yeah. Happy Friday. And if you're watching this, please go on all your podcast apps and go download and subscribe to the podcast. We're going to create some microphones. If you are listening to this, go to the YouTube page. Check out some of the videos. Subscribe, like, comment, do all that fun shit. Thank you to my boy Sig, my boy over here at JS3. Doing your thing. Oh, Thank you for yeah. bringing us the best of the best. Fuck Thank yeah. you for bringing the best questions and always having us derailing. No, thank you for re-railing the derail train. Yeah. Yeah. It on the tracks. It's a team. Jeez. It's a team effort. Milk and Mike's for life, baby. Hey, milkheads, tune in next podcast. We're gonna keep the fucking uh, interviews rolling for the new year. So yep. we, we got someone special coming. We got another special the guest year coming. Guest. Uh, check us out on Instagram, Milk Crates and Microphones, for all the details on upcoming shows and upcoming guests and all of that uh, fun stuff. And until next time. Do not kill yourself, America, because we love you. Peace the fuck out. Peace, peace, peace. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Dose One. Thank you, everybody. We we really appreciate you. All the love. Shout out to Dose One, baby. Hey, fucked around and shot a triple double. Oh. It's a good Friday, baby. Say good night, Jay. Say good night, John. I almost did. Good night, John. Got you, bitch. Shout out. Thumbs up. Thumbs down, BK. Thumbs up. Thumbs up, brother. It's You're raining. back. It's, it's raining. It's a good day. It's raining. Thumbs down. <laughs> Shout out, motherfucker. Peace, 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 peace. Peace.
hilarious. Yeah, I love it. Guy, I love it. The energy is flowing, baby. Fools are talking about Moody Black over here.